Ah, it's working. Now we're on? Man. Now we're on. I mean, whew, YouTube has so many technical glitches, it's unbelievable. It's I a, don't know. Where it's hit or miss. Wirecast. Oh, you see me, I mm. just texted a comment in there. All right, we're Boom. in now. All right. Schema talk today. This is awesome. Oh, do we, we get the music? History of. Yeah, I think we did. All right. What's up, YouTube? <laughs> all right, we got it all in now. All right. Late so, night chats. All right, so if uh, you made it through two and a half hours of nutrients, uh, controllers, yeah. uh, what was it? Uh, Alkal alkalinity uh, Calcium and alkalinity and live rock live yesterday. Rock. Today, skimmers. And you know why skimmers? Is because I saw a bunch of requests for one in skimmers. So oh, really? like, why not a piece? Yeah. You know, I don't know. There's a lot of history in the skimmers too. And probably the next million dollar idea, not just one, but I think there's like <laughs> two or three of them in here. Some ideas of stuff we want to see in the future. Hold out to the end because there's some stuff that you can make happen if you're mm -hmm. so inclined to. Yeah. Uh, you know what? People can do this at home. Some of you people uh, are the manufacturer can do it. But you know what? Uh, I think a lot of stuff, man, 2025, I want to look back and say all this stuff was done because uh, it will pretty better easy. the hobby for sure. Yeah. It's a pretty easy hit list, too. Yeah. You want to make a million bucks? That's the way it is. I want, like, you know what the big fun thing will be? Is to look back 2025 and see who it is that made each one of these million bucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So it's protein skimmers. You're going to mm. hear like uh, my history of protein skimmers since 2004 when I set up my own tank. Uh, the background of uh, owning bulk resupply, like all the conversations yeah. that go on in the background there, uh, where Some Randy inside comes in. information. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to learn a lot about protein skimmers today, as well as uh, what we know today. And it's uh, today, man, is actually one of the biggest things. At 2020, what we really know today uh, is different than I knew, like, literally Big a year leaps. ago. Huge uh, leaps. And then the future. All right, so let's start. 2004. 2004. Wind your mind all the way back 16 years ago. What did skimmers yep. look like? Okay, I'm starting my own brand new tank. I don't have a sump on this thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, Red Sea Prism Pro. It's on the shelf. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> all right. So, uh, but you're going to go back, man. If you think about in 2004, the way that people talked about protein skimmers, mm -hmm. if you came out and said that you didn't have one, or need one, or told somebody they don't need one. Shame on you. Blasphemy. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, how, how dare you say that my protein skimmer isn't the most essential thing? And to be honest, at the time, man, maybe it was uh, more essential uh, than maybe it is today. But it, I don't know if they've ever been. Yeah. Like, if you don't have one, your tank is oh, going to crash. Yeah. People thought the, the, the life and death of your tank hang on the balance of a skimmer. Yeah, I don't know. That's not what you're going to see today later on throughout this thing is... I think that's ultimately wrong. It's just one of the tools in the belt. It's a very common tool, and there's good reasons for the fact that it's common, but know why you're using it and decide if you even need one. Yeah. All right, so what it does is it removes uh, fish poop and decaying food from the tank. That's, that's what we know it does mm -hmm. back yeah. in 2004. All right, it also, in that, uh, in that spent sense, uh, it also reduces reliance on water changes. Because back then, most of the nutrient control was either put less in, do more water changes, get a better skimmer. Yeah, that's all the options that you really had. Yeah, I mean, that was like the lion's share of the conversation. Yeah. That we, whether or not, and ultimately that proved to not be true, because there was plenty of other things even available. They just weren't being used yeah. properly at yeah. the time. There was that long historical thinking <laughs> that those were the three. All right. Uh, and if you didn't have one, well, A, shame on you. 
<laughs> and that was like the general community. Uh, and two is get ready for an LG Fest. That oh, was yeah. a general fear. Like, well, if you don't get one, man, be prepared. LG's coming your way. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yes, it's kind of true, kind of not. But like, like as you'll learn, nothing as is as definitive in reefing. Like, there's no, a couple of things is. that you need for a saltwater tank. Salt. And water. And water. Yeah. <laughs> That's I don't know. Like, uh, out of that, everything else is optional yeah. almost. You know, so <laughs> uh, you'll see. All right. So uh, Julian's book uh, explained to me how they work in a way that uh, I understood. I'm, I'm, you know, a big fan of an analogies. Mm -hmm. And in this book, he, he describes... Uh, have you ever walked by the ocean or a lake and see where the waves crash mm -hmm. uh, and you see Big that foam. mucky foam? Yeah. He's like, what that foam is, is all of the duck or fish turds or whatever's mm -hmm. decaying in the tank, uh, or not in the tank, in the lake or uh, ocean. Mm. And when the waves crash on the edge, it turns air over, water, yeah. mixes the air water interface, mm. the proteins attached to the bubble. And it creates that icky dry foam on shore. Hmm. And it does, too. Yeah. That stuff is nasty. Yep. And <laughs> what the protein skimmer does is create a reliable uh, air-water interaction that will create that foam. And then it causes it to foam up over the edge of the cup where it collects it. And then the fish turds relieve or, uh, you know, leave Out your tank. Out of the tank. Um, mm. Plausible. I don't know. It was like, it well, like oh, uh, there that's simple, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, sweet. <laughs> All right. So thank you, Julian uh, Sprung. Uh, and so, again, uh, I went mm. out and I bought a Red Sea Prism Pro. Uh, that was, I don't know if, uh, raise your hand if you know what a Pre Red Sea Prism Pro is. I don't, actually. You don't know? No, I haven't seen it. All right. So one. you haven't been around long enough, like a newbie. Yeah. All right. So uh, <laughs> it's like a clear plastic, you know, contraption of a skimmer that hung on the back and it had like tubes that went over in a little like release tray on the other side oh, yeah. and you know it was you know like sold at fish stores and that's you know where i shopped i yeah. don't even know like if they know, were i sold. don't know the internet like how popular it was at the time <laughs> i guess but uh you know so i i bought the the pro prison pro there and i'll tell you it kind of worked you, you, you got foamy poop out kind of what I also did is flooded my on my floor, you know. Oh, several hang, times. On, hang on the yeah, back. That's yeah, that's kind of the nature of the hang on stuff from that age, you know. Yeah. It's like it works until like any malfunction, and then it floods on your floor. <laughs> so uh, ultimately, it was part of the reason why I had thousands of dollars worth of floor damage uh, when the tank ended up leaving the house. Uh, after that, uh, anybody remember the Aqua Sea Remora? I heard of that. You heard of this one? Yeah. This was the one. Like everybody was talking about it at the time. Yeah. Like you wanted to hang on Skimmer Man, Aqua Sea Remora is your guy, right? Other than the Dell Tech you hear about. It. But it was like this was a refor affordable one. Hmm. By affordable, I don't want to make this up. But I think was it was it like more bucks. affordable than the Red Sea Prism Pro? No, it was like one of those incremental things. Like the Prism, if I'm, I'm, I'm if I'm remembering correctly, yeah. uh, like Prism Pro, 150 bucks. Remora is like 250. Yeah. Except for Remora, like the way the Remora worked was it was like. Uh, a spray injector mm. and so it like would you know use head pressure from a pump that was dangling over the edge and then spray down and like create build this, some bubbles, you know, yeah, bubbles. Yeah. it was loud as all hell and I'll tell you this uh, I never got it to work so it would make a ton of noise so if by noise <laughs> you function uh, then it, it got gotcha. you working <laughs> and when I did get it to collect something it, it smelled like uh, algae like mm. 
It smelled more like I was removing, uh, I don't know, like phytoplankton or yeah. something. Yeah. Know, very green mm. kind of smell to it. And the water was green that came out of it too. So That's weird. Yeah, it was really weird. I, I, but I never heard no poo or anything. And then I upgraded, you know, because they said if it didn't work well, then you should get the mag drive pump. So I got this giant oh, mag drive pump hanging, hanging in, the... in my tank. And then they're like, well, if you don't like that, then you should get the internal box because the internal box has teeth on it. It'll overflow and then it'll work better. Make more bubbles? Yeah, no, well, it'll suck surface, surface skim. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, And then like, yeah, that thing sucked too. When these uh, are like just straight up pumps, there's no needle wheels, there's no... Just blowing, yeah. 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 So uh, ultimately, that I don't know what it was about the mag drive too, but it was a siren song to the cucumbers. Like they were so drawn <laughs> to it, and so this, uh, the cucumber. I had a bunch of them from the the live rock package that I bought. Yeah. And the, they would normally stay in the sand until I bought this mag drive. Then they climb up all up the wall, go over the edge, and then feed themselves right into the intake of the mag drive. <laughs> all right. So then I built a, a like a egg crate top for the goes into the teeth. Right? Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm like, yeah, I got this now. Nope. Next one goes in, and like it just feeds itself and just chews right into ah. it. Like it was terrible. And uh, then I'm like, all right, well, egg crate doesn't work. So egg crate, I'll wrap it in black bird netting and then put it in. Oh, yeah. Still, I don't know. That's I have weird. no idea. Anyway, I got rid of that damn thing. <laughs> uh, gave up on it. But uh, I mean, at this point, I'm two pumps. I'm one Aquacy. I'm a box. The whole thing. I got to be in this for 350 Yeah. I don't know. Still like, hardly getting yeah, anything whatever. out of it. All right. So the next one I bought was the needle wheel from Deltec. I got a different feeling about this one. Yeah. yeah. You talk about that one a lot. I know. It's like everything I think about skimmers, I go back to that, the one, the first one. The first one yeah, that actually the did first what you were hoping for. Loved. Yeah. And so it had the Aqua B pump on it. It was a needle wheel. It was $500. True. Yeah, or like $550 or something like that. Needle wheel is expensive. Uh, and everybody told me I should have got that from the beginning, but like, I mean, $550, bucks, that was like a fourth of the whole budget of the tank in the beginning. <laughs> But you know what I did is I just made it twice as expensive by buying all that garbage. Yeah, so now you have to buy it twice, yeah, three whatever. times. Uh, you know what else? I was able to eventually sell that thing for like 400 bucks. Almost oh, nothing it held in, its value pretty well. Yeah, when I switched up tanks, it's, you know, down the road, because yeah. everybody talked about it so much. Nothing holds value. Almost like nothing that. in reefing held, held value. That hang on uh, Delta <laughs> skimmer sure did. Okay, so it, this time though, it did what a skimmer was supposed to do. So the made bubbles. it made bubbles and it made poop in a cup. You you touched it, it jostled it all, smelled the whole house smelled like crap. Yeah. Meaning it worked. It's working. Right? And you look inside this thick paste of crap inside of it. It was a, a highly functional skimmer. Yeah. And better yet, it was like it was so easy. It was like a little cup that you raised and lowered. Yeah, I was gonna you know, ask you, is this the one where you get the idea of the kind of angle? The yep. wedge. Yeah. So one of the things you're gonna hear as this conversation goes on is I, I've found a lot of things down the road that I think kind of ties me back to this one. In this case, you weren't like raising and lowering the bubbles and like, you know, using wedge pipes mm -hmm. and whatever. It just created the foam and then you raised and lowered the uh, cup to collect the foam, yeah. right? Yeah. So depending on how the foam was collecting, you raise and lower. It was really easy. Yeah, that's like uh, the, the Reef Octopus, hang on, HOB uh, 1000 that I had. It was kind of the similar yep. deal. Well, there's, the a, cup. there's actually a story attached yeah. to that later on. Hmm. Uh, also, because it was like a wedge, when you lowered it, it reduced the chamber. Oh. You know, So the amount of foam that needed to be created before it would collect any got smaller. 
So if the thing's only creating a little bit of foam, you can still collect some. Yeah. Right? Doesn't happen in anything else. None, nothing else I've ever used has, has worked that way. Hmm. So uh, a little ahead of its time, because I think we're going to suggest somebody make something similar <laughs> down the road here. Uh, all right. So, uh, all right. Bubble King at the time. Undisputed King. Terrible distribution in the United States. Yeah. Was it this form factor? Mm hmm This is one of those things that hasn't changed a tremendous amount. I mean, I don't know exactly what what model came out at right, what right. time, but like, you know, they built a quality product and uh, has, you know, they perfected some of the pumps and stuff along the way, but yeah, largely this is a thing that's like the net results of 16 years of perfecting the same thing rather than like stamping new, 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 new stickers new. on the front yeah. and new, you know, gotchas on it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. So, <laughs> but at the time, I mean, Bubble King's always been like the untouchable brand in terms of like performance and price and stuff. Though. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, man, like the distribution in the United States was terrible, meaning like you had to get it through Canada oh. uh, and like a company called Proline, which would ultimately turn into Vertex someday. Oh, yeah. Uh, but like, and it was just like non existent here. And on top of that, like the parts and stuff, like getting parts for it mm. sucked because it, it's a European you brand here. Buy the whole thing or now nothing there, at all? There's going to be a, another story attached to that one later on. It's, I mean, there's so many crazy stories woven <laughs> in here in the future here. So we'll share those as well as time goes on. Uh, and the story in 2004, almost everybody's saying get the biggest skimmer you can get. Yeah, whatever your footprint. Yeah, you can't get too big, hmm. you know? Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I don't. That didn't turn out to be true. I don't know. So, almost uh, opposite. We'll gas find. exchange. The purpose of the skimmer being to in incorporate gas, uh, like being uh, CO two, mm. uh, ozone, or or uh, oxygen. Really, kind yeah. of an afterthought at the time. Yeah. Not, not really a big. Concern. Not really comparing the difference between this surface area agitation versus what the uh, skimmer can bring in yeah i mean and so i don't know i don't know if i have them written in here somewhere but like at, at the time you know there's pretty much like four or so different types of skimmers there's probably some more that i'm forgetting here mm -hmm. but like uh there was a needle wheel skimmer so you know whisks water and air together through yeah, the venturi yeah downdraft downdraft which is I like i had one of those yeah like you know you're Usually, a lot of them, like I think there was one called an ETSS, uh -huh. which I had actually uh, as like a used system I bought, but it would spray water down with like a big old Awaki pump. Yeah. Maybe it was Pan Roll, I don't uh -huh. remember, but like a big old pump and high head pressure. It sprayed down a tube of bio balls. Oh, yeah. And, and that's what would create Great. the air water interface. Oh, yeah. Oh, it worked okay, you know, uh, except for it was loud as all hell. Not oh, only do you yeah. have this giant walkie pump down there, just but that it's noise of water, water smashing, smashing into bio balls. <laughs> I, I don't know, I mean, like if that's okay for you. It was also tall, so you needed to have a pretty tall stand for some of these things to work and clean. And yeah. Whatever, so. mm. uh, there was also the spray model ones, so different ones that use them kind of a spray injector. Yeah. And there were also airstone ones, I've, believe it or not. Yeah, I remember seeing some of those from back when. You get a, a little tube or a little chamber, and you run this high-powered air pump with a, you know, a bar about like this little uh, airstone, long, longer, what have you, making the bubbles. Mm. I don't know if they actually work though. 
Hey, uh, Dave, if anybody shares uh, like uh, another different type of schemer that they can remember from way back then, uh, like uh, <laughs> chime in and let us know. I had a or, down draft. Or with if that. you have a favorite schemer from 2004, Ooh. you know, chime in as well. Uh, all right, and uh, and Randy, keep your eyes out. Oh yeah, uh, I'm looking. Failed. I can't read that stuff. It's too small. I got it. I got to get relasered. Uh, all right. So now I'm going to go 2004 to 2015. Right. So you know this is like the next 10 years of reefing for me. I've uh, a few years later. I open up Bulk Reef Supply. Yeah. And uh, like I learn a little behind the scenes, but I'm also learning as a reefer on what works and doesn't work. Mm. I'm hearing tons of complaints about all of them via the phone because at the time I'm still <laughs> answering the phone. Uh, Entering emails, all kinds of stuff. All right, so I'm going to tell you the saddest thing, I think, of the whole conversation today, and then we'll move past. This is a decade's worth of time from 2004 to 2015. I see very little innovation. Oh. You know, very, very little. So There's a whole ton of... Same like, body shape, same uh, pump type deal, this, same way to inject it, same bubble plate, the same mm. skimmer cup. Well, I guess there was a bubble plate came in there. I think, yeah. I think like these guys this, actually invi invented the bubble yeah. plate. Mm. Uh, I don't know, maybe maybe somebody else. Maybe said, little tweaks on how yeah, the bubble like, plate okay, is. Yeah, like, wine glass shape, yeah. a pyramid shape, yeah, yeah, yeah. A cylindrical set, you know, square, like... I don't know. There was like certainly nobody ever settled on this is the one. They, you know, like all the stupid shapes yeah. that have come out over the years. I, I don't know. Well, like, and then at some point in time, then it's just like a uh, a cost analysis race. Like who can make it cheaper and who. It wasn't even really that, man. It was just like me too. It was like oh, somebody glued a pump to the side of an acrylic tube and charged three hundred bucks for it. I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. I'll and so there was bucks. a lot of that. And, and so at one purple. point, <laughs> there was like 30 different brands of protein skimmers out there. Still is. If you can go to some some people's websites yeah. and see 30 different brands of skimmers, yeah. and you look at it like, why would I buy that one? What makes that one different than all the other ones? Ah, because it's because you know, I rated it as such to make it fit to your aquarium. I do. There's no good reason. There in is most, no reason. Most cases, uh, it's because I wanted 300 bucks. <laughs> so I don't know. I I, I say that like. As a reefer, like I just wish there was more innovation between mm. in a decade's time. Didn't really move to the like yeah why? And in fact, many things actually went backwards because like they found better ways to do it, but they didn't market it very well, and they cost a little bit more. Mm. Like uh, recirculating uh, skimmers are definitely better. Yeah, they cost a little bit more, but. Nobody really marketed it yeah, very well, nobody, so they just like went away. Nobody could tell you why you should make the extra investment on a recirculating skimmer. How what? I I saw both of them, you know, coming in when I was choosing my own skimmer. I said, you know, there's a recirculating, there's the internal, and the only thing that I could remember uh, was the, the explanation behind the uh, the recirculating. It's external, mm. and that's not even the case, though. It, you can use it internally. Yeah. I, that's the way I would use it most of the time. But it's tw it's almost double the cost, and it's something that I just can't have don't have the space for because I don't well, I'm not going to run it built, external. Though, they're, they're double the cost because they're built to be external. Yeah, you can make an internal recirculating one, and I'll tell you all the reasons why mm. that's better later. But like, and you probably already heard them, so we won't, we won't harp <laughs> on it. But like, I don't know. There's lots of different advancements, and some of them go away. And Poor but nobody's really though. thinking. How do I make this tool? You know, how do I solve the problems that reefers are having mm. with this tool? 
they're thinking of gimmicks and shapes and you yeah. know like new super cool names for and, it and yeah, you know and colors and yeah, yeah. I don't know, more air more horsepower more better more uh, like, uh, I don't yeah. know it's just not materializing anything all right so uh, this is actually man where I kind of see actually this is gonna be hard to hear too uh, an area where I start to see that there's minimal R&D in reefing a lot of copying each other mm. and using customers as beta testers without telling them. You, you mean know? Ge in general, not just skimmer related? Yeah, like they glued a skimmer pump and then like to a different shape yeah. and then sell it to people and then the wait to see what shape. those 400 people say. Yeah. It's not that they, they then, ran it on 50 tanks <laughs> at, at the lab in China and then tried to figure out which one of these shapes uh, performed the best. No. Some people were, yeah. right? And they probably had price tags attached to them because that kind of level of effort isn't free. Right. But, like, that really isn't happening. So I'm going to tell you now, now that you know that, that you've been a beta tester and you didn't know it, uh, don't be mad because the alternative is actually worse. Right. <laughs> so the reality is, man, it's just reefing. Yeah. You know, this isn't like, uh, uh, we're not building cell phones here, yeah. you know, or, or whatever. It's like a very small market. Mm. So if somebody was going to build a brand new skimmer and then like beta test it internally for 24 months, the cost of doing that means they would never do it to begin with. Right. You know? Yeah, if they were just in Yeah, so if, if it was the same standard as your Android phone or whatever it is, mm. uh, it just wouldn't exist at all. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I don't know. I think as reefers, it's a hobby. You just have to accept that uh, I'm going to buy into the new pyramid. I'm going to buy into the new <laughs> wine glass shape. I, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to share with my fellow reefers. It's a hobby. We're going to learn together because the alternative's worse. You'd get zero. If that isn't the case, you're just not going to get anything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, you can make up your own mind that, but it is real. And I've learned it over the years. Uh, and it happens in a lot of different things. Uh, so be it. <laughs> uh, all right. So, you uh, can avoid all of that shenanigans, though, if you want, by not buying the thing when it came out. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah wait. Uh, brand new skimmer hits the market. Mm -hmm. I'll wait till next year to see what it's like. Yeah. So, now that you're in the know, you can mm. avoid the whole thing uh, and buy it 12 to 24 months after it's come out and after everybody's talked about it and uh, shared their experiences uh, with the universe. Yeah. So now that you know, you can find out and get the benefits of both worlds, I guess. <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, all right. So the trailblazers, though, shot in the back. Uh, also find new lands. I don't know. Either way. Uh, this is the part that is like driving me crazy as a reefer. Yeah. Okay. As a reefer who wants to use these things, and sometimes they work really great for me, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they produce like nothing, and sometimes they it's uh, awesome. are like, oh my God, man, yeah. why is there so much poop coming out of here? I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, but there's very, very little guidance on how to use them mm -hmm. and even less troubleshooting. Like, you email the manufacturer, it goes into a very special black hole. There's there's like one of three answers. There's the answer of uh, how long have you had it set up and it's got to go through this break-in period. Mythical thing. Mythical yeah. thing. And then there's uh, uh, adjust the gate valve mm -hmm. and wait a little while. And then there's the adjust the water level and wait a little while. And that's really all you get. 
Yeah, most of the time you got, hey, I'll email you to Jerry, and then Jerry never gets back to you. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, I, I don't know, man. It was very, very frustrating on both ends, and both the, like, uh, trying to connect, you know, customers to support, because, I don't know, it's just a tube with bubbles in it. Uh, I don't know why it doesn't work. I now know why, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's a different thing, but... Like back then, you think the manufacturers would provide better instructions on how to use it and tune it to its application. Don't be even able I to explain know. it. It's tough yeah. though, man, it's tough. I, I know their side of the story too, it's hard. So I, I whatever, but uh, it is disappointing and mm. it shouldn't be that way anymore. I'll tell you that much. Uh, and uh, uh, octopus skimmer, hang on. Ah, this one's cool. So I, I got an octopus skimmer at uh, uh, when, in the Mendelssohn years over at the other other warehouse, yeah. and uh, I don't know, it was putting on a lot of foam, but it wasn't collecting anything. You know mm. what I did? Uh, as I made my own little skimmer box that looked like the Deltex. Right? Oh yeah, and it had a little slot in it, a oh. triangle thing in it. Because and the, lo and behold, my immediately worked. The reef octopus one was like the underside was kind of concave, and then it had a tube. hole in the center, center mm. and tube that went up and. I don't know. I just kind of would fill up with the in the tube and then never really boil over. Yeah. It just kind of like would boil it. If I used the little triangle deal, yeah. uh, I could shrink the amount of foam that you needed to uh, mm -hmm. collect. And I, I don't know, it just worked hmm. all the time. So Interesting. you change both the amount of foam required and just adjust the collection point to how much it, it yeah. worked. I don't know. It worked way better than the other one. So, and I actually called up... Uh, I don't know why it never happened, man, but I called up David at Coralview and uh, like, hey, man, I tried this thing. It worked out really. He's like, send me the diagrams. Yeah. And then I, neither one of us probably followed through on it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, uh, so early on, uh, recirculating skimmers exist, often with the Cedra pump. So this was a Cedra pump, probably beyond most of you guys that mm. I wasn't around. Mm. Cedra pump was like an inexpensive, readily available needle wheel pump. And there's a lot of people making skimmers out of these things. Yeah. So, so just using that pump, but mm -hmm. putting it in all different kinds of bodies. Yeah, and I don't know why, but like it would, it was a recirculating pump. Usually what would happen is it would just come right out the side of the cylinder and then go right back in the bottom, mm -hmm. right? So it wasn't like your external skimmer has this, all these contraptions on it and everything. And then it would just have like a little port on the bottom to feed it from a, a maxi jet or something yeah. like that. Oh. Uh, and there was, and like many of them had like, you know, three pumps and, and you know, the Deltax had a similar thing with the Aqua Bees, like almost oh, all yeah. the most popular skimmers were all the recirculating skimmers and it'd just pull out of here and punt dump back mm -hmm. in the bottom or vice versa. Uh, and and so, yeah, I don't know. Like the recirculating model. For, so for the for those of you who haven't heard the the whole thing, I'll just give you the thirty second rundown okay. of it. Basically, the recirculating model. What it will do is you get to use the whole body because mm -hmm. you're going to pull water out of it and spray the foam in the bottom, so it goes through the whole thing rather yeah. than like when you got those pumps inside and you're only using the top portion of this yeah. big giant tube. Yeah. Uh, also, because it's not fighting head pressure from the sump, uh, there's no head pressure. You're getting way more air, and you're getting it's just like the whole thing is just filled up with air. Yeah, mass amounts of bubbles. Yeah, way, 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 way more than uh, like the especially back then the needle wheel skimmers aren't what they were today. So this is a big benefit. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're controlling contact time uh, and dwell time by using the feed pump. Yeah, you so know, turn and, the feed pump. Up, down, yeah. what have you. And they work in any water height. That's you know? a big one. Yeah, yeah, like that was the big <clears> one that I think I saw in like Mr. Saltwater's video one time. He was talking about a, a Hydor, you know, skimmer. This was many years ago. Mm -hmm. And 
And he said in there, he's like, yeah, one of the reasons they like it is because you can put it in any depth water. I'm like, huh. Yeah, yeah that makes sense that now. Is, that makes total That's sense. One of yeah. the number one issues with internals just on their own. Internals, yeah, it's like everybody's got a different water level and they just don't even know that that's a problem, <laughs> you know, so uh, anyway, so early on the recirculating skimmers exist uh, often with a Cedra pump and there are a ton of home-based skimmer builders. Oh, yeah. There's so many. I know there was two in Minneapolis here that were really popular with the club. One of them uh, was uh, Spaz, who made uh, hmm. uh, volcano skimmers. He was like constantly trying to repurpose the uh, dart needle wheel pump. Yeah. You know, he's like machining out his own carbon fiber needle wheels and stuff. Oh. He's the guy that made all the stuff, uh, actually machined out all of the uh, caps and stuff for MJ mods, for those of you who remember that whole project. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. There's tons of stuff. And this one is probably one of the more interesting things of the day. Is, does anybody out there remember Euro Reef? Do you remember Euro Reef? Mm -mm. Still before your time? Yeah. Okay. So Euro Reef is like a needle wheel skimmer that all of you should know about really well, but don't. At the time, mm. super, super, super popular. It was Euro Reef and then everyone else. I don't be damn. How does somebody mess that up? Because that... Unheard of now, too. Yeah, yeah I zero. don't know. Where are they? I've heard some different rumors about the whole <coughs> thing because uh, they were so popular. I, I don't know. The number one uh, thing I heard was that I didn't catch this as a consumer at the time, mm -hmm. but like uh, it, it, they tried to use a new business model and they're like, you know, screw all the retailers. I'm gonna, <laughs> we're going to sell this stuff direct. I'm tired of working with uh, fish stores or something. I think Patrick Jewell here called out this before you even got to it. Oh. Uh, who remembers Euro Reef? Kind of like Delta, Deltec like. Oh, then there, there was, was a, a knockoff knock one ASM. ASM. Yep, yeah, there it is. So re Euro Reef, I, I think what they did is they, they're like, hey, screw all the retailers out there. We're going to sell this ourselves. We, we don't need you guys. Uh, you know, and then they poofed. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, a, I don't know, like, you can make the best thing out there, but if nobody's talking about it, yeah, you hmm, just not exist yeah, anymore. I don't know. I don't know the exact details, but uh, for externally as a reefer at the time, I'm going to tell you that thing should been should still today. It should be like octopus. Yeah, like everywhere just you go, king. Yeah, yeah. It, it should be the biggest, but it isn't. It's gone. Uh, Deltec was always also, and it's funny because what was that comment on there? He also mentioned Deltec. Yeah, he says he? it's. Uh, it's gone now. I right. uh, said so Eurorief was uh, like Deltec. Okay. Deltec was always on the verge of being dominant, but could also never figure out U.S. distribution, parts, warranty, and there was too many damn hands in the pot. So, like, I don't know the full details of it, but, like, D&D &D wanted money. Deltec mm. wanted money. The, uh, like, U.S. importer wanted money. And, like, I mean, you've added... You know, like three layers, layers of increased price so many times are compounding that it's just like not relevant a anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, Greg Carroll <laughs> says Euro Reef changed to Reef Dynamics. Does Reef Dynamics exist? Because it should be as big as uh, I remember actually Greg telling me a little bit about the mm -hmm. story before. It should be huge. I don't know what, what Reef Dynamics does these days. Hmm. Uh, kudos to you guys though. You led the field, man. Uh, I, wish, uh, I wish we were here selling this stuff today. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so uh, anyway, yeah, I don't know. I, I was, you know, I had that the love affair with Deltec. So as a, later on in years, like uh, as a BRS owner, like how do we get Deltec in? How yeah. do we get Deltec in? And we, they could never figure it out. Still not. Uh, I don't know. It's just always this distribution nightmare. And then they were like, they would call me like every year, tell me, yeah, we're ready, we're ready. And like, 
All right, so what is warranty look like, man? Like, so somebody calls up, their needle wheel exploded because a sh snail got it yeah. or whatever. Well, you know, that's kind of a pain point still. And like, <laughs> call me when that's fixed because I don't want to sell that. And then nothing. Yeah. And then, like, at points, I'm like, hey, man, I'll stock all of the stuff. The Give me all the needle wheels. And oh, all yeah. That. We'll stock all the replacement parts. I don't know, man. It was a giant cluster of half, you know? Mm. And, uh, like, it just never... I don't know, man. That, that one is another one. Dell Tech still exists. Could have been, you know, one of the most dominant players, but just probably maybe is in Europe. I don't know. But mm. here, just never really got off the, off the ground uh, or all the way to where it should be anyway. Now, Reef Octopus Classic. This is actually one of my favorite skimmers. You yeah, know why? It was one of my firsts. It's the cheapest, one of the cheapest things out there. You it know why it's one of my favorites? It works. Works every plug time. It plug it in the wall, thing turns on, and you know, as a like, so as a reefer, you gotta like that, right? Yeah. As a, uh, a person who was manning the phones, you gotta like that because nobody ever called. Yeah, you don't have to call them. Nobody's <laughs> ever calling why my reef uh, Octopus Classic doesn't work. Right? Yeah. And later on, and, and you know, what's funny is I'm learning more about skimmers. I like when you look at it. You know, and you look at it like the new wave of, uh, like, next to the new wave of skimmers, and the new wave of skimmers got more air, more better, liters per hour, blah, blah, blah. Nah, blah. Yeah, it's just like, you know, milky foam from the top, and then you look over at the classic, and it's just like kind of this, like, thin gray wisp mm. of bubbles that, like, is very not impressive next to this other thing next to it. But plug it in, and it produces. It works. Yeah. Mine always worked. So we definitely would tell you, we'll learn later, more air is not better. Uh, <laughs> Those are fun tests. Less air actually uh, it, it is brainless. So uh, if you can add air in the right environment uh, with the right organics and the right like fuel to air ratio, and it will do even better. But if you just throw air at it and there's no organics, it doesn't work. It's not working for you. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. Octopus Classic, <laughs> still to this day, I would say, in a very inexpensive skimmer, plug it in the wall, and it just works. Yes. It won't work the best out of everything out there, but you will not be frustrated with this thing. <laughs> uh, you know, and within reason, anyway. All right. Super Series Octopus. SROs. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Super so Reef Octopus. This is one of those ones I actually had in my house uh, back in, uh, like with the 10 series of how to start a saltwater aquarium. Mm. Put that thing in there. Uh, Were these still Aquatrans pumps in them? No, they're the uh, the super. Uh, Their own that, that clear head on it. Oh uh, yeah, I can't remember the Gosh, name. Gosh, I it. forget. Yeah, somebody will tell us. That, okay, so yeah, super series skimmers with the clear head on it. Somebody tell me the name of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so we had that thing, and what I found is it puts out way, way, way more air, right? And sometimes, man, it performs so much better than the classic. But and sometimes it doesn't do anything. Uh, it has something to do with my specific system, though. Mm -hmm. How much organics mm -hmm. is in there? But even Fuel. my system at specific times. Oh, yeah. You know what? And I wouldn't know <laughs> until much later why that is. It performs way better, and then it also doesn't do anything. Mm. We'll find out later on you why know why that is. that is now. All right. And so, uh, let's ah, see here. Here we go. Vertex. Uh, Vertex in the has the finish of Bubble King. So yep. Vertex comes out with these Omega series skimmers. So you so you said originally Vertex was distributing Bubble Kings, mm -hmm. and then had skimmer lines like the Bubble King. Well, so I think early early on Vertex 
or Proline, mm -hmm. had made a Vertex skimmer that was like with a Cedra pump and like really cheap. Yeah. Uh, and then he started working with the guys because uh, he was distributing for uh, the guys over at uh, Bubble King. He's mm. like, hey man, make ah, me. Bubble Blaster pump. Bubble sorry. Blaster There pumps. you go. Yeah. I remember now. There you <laughs> yep. go. Anyway. Okay. Uh, and so then they started working together and like, so they, they started making, you know, the skimmers for uh, Vertex, but they were like alphas and omegas yep. and yep. that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, I gotta tell you though, like I don't know, you know, which side of the pond you you want to believe, but ultimately they didn't like each other in the end. Uh, so uh, somebody's ripping off somebody some way. I, I'm not gonna bother trying to figure out who yeah. what it was. Uh, but they split ways. Yeah, they split ways. But what what Vertex did was take that same, you know, finish level, bring it over to China. It's actually cool. I went and saw their factory at one point in time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they uh, brought that finish level to China, and so it brought the price way down. I would later note that there's a difference between looking the same and being the same. Mm. And sometimes a giant chasm. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I don't know. You'll see that uh, uh, there as they they do that. But I've got to tell you, this is what one of the things when you see that Vertex skimmer. You know, it's German engineering trying to push it to its max. It's, mm. I mean, it looks like milk from top to bottom. There's so many bubbles, you yeah. know. Uh, yet, rarely Still produces anything. It I just kind of like, you know, makes this boiling pot on the I top. I had lots of calls about that. About yeah. some of the, like the one. clearly working. Yeah. Why isn't it producing any foam? You know, yeah. it's clearly it's mixing things all up. Why am I not collecting anything? And that was a hard question to answer. And in the time, we still, none of we, the vendors or none of the manufacturers are giving yeah. any guidance on this. Yeah, and we didn't have a concept of why, how to find or what it was actually going on, what the yeah. process was. Even the you know the classic, nobody told us that the, the reason the classic works is because of less air, because nobody wanted to talk about the fact that it had less air, because it was a crappy marketing <laughs> message. You know, uh, so I don't know. Uh, you know, it's tough. So eventually, uh, Bubble King or Royal Exclusive and Vertex split ways. Mm -hmm. The DC Regals are now out. But why would anybody turn down the air? The only reason that I entertained a DC pump was because it was quiet. And I, I saw that I had the controller. I didn't know what setting to set it on. I didn't know why, the reason I would choose one or three or five or what have you. So set it to max and then adjust with the gate valve. That's the only adjustment I know. Okay, you want to know what I thought when mm. I saw the first DC skimmer? Hmm. Looks like these guys want to make an extra 150 bucks. Oh, we just have a DC <laughs> pump on there. <laughs> so I like I, we never really talked about them a whole lot, yeah. and yeah. Uh, like I never really used them because I, I like well, don't you just want the most air that you can it's, get? It's a pump in a body here. Like, yeah, I don't know. why would DC? I turn the performance down? Yeah, you I know, thought I don't, <laughs> I don't. I'd later know that that was stupid. Yeah, uh, and actually, so, the um, manufacturer should have told me it was stupid, but they probably didn't know either. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, like I don't know. There is a purpose. You can adjust it. The big thing was that it was silent. Yeah, I mean, everybody wanted super quiet because some of these, uh, the, you get a mag drive or a mm -hmm. aqua trance or anything like that, and talk about some vibration, you know, going into your sump. Yeah. There was a lot of skimmers that were pretty noisy. Fair. One of the noisiest things on the whole system, actually. Well, even just the air mixture itself is noisy, but you mm -hmm. get a highly vibrative, you know, AC pump, double. 
Mm, yeah. All mm. right. There you go. All right. So uh, Skims has an air adjustment uh, on uh, the intake of the silencer. Oh yeah. Why would, you know, why would anybody want to do that? Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know what that does. I, I mean, you know, like as a retailer, you're know, like, well, let's Marketing talk about their ploy? features, I guess. Yeah. You know, like you can turn the air do down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now we know why. Yeah. Uh, later on, you're gonna hear it again. A little head uh, of time. So, uh, yeah, there's a good reason to have less air <laughs> instead of more. I will tell you though that I want more. I just want to have the ability to turn it down because I want to scale with my system. Yep. So a big part of this is people turn this skimmer on and a tank that has two fish and three pellets in it. And they wonder a, why it's not doing anything. It's very different than a skimmer, a tank that's got uh, uh, 20 fish in it, fed three times a day, and uh, has an accumulation of a lot of other garbage from over the years. <laughs> yeah, so uh, very different. And now I want my, when you start to understand like, I don't actually want to buy a skimmer for that first stage and the third stage and the middle stage. I want one that spans Scales with the whole me. thing. Mm. How do I do that? DC? Oh, uh, there's an answer. It's more than DC too. Yeah, got my answer for this. All right, so uh, warranties on all of this stuff, garbage. Uh, part of why we were actually excited about offering the Skims uh, line direct. Because we could we could handle the warranty. Yeah. I mean, like, nobody's perfect. But largely, when you call here and you're like, oh, my thing is broken, you're like... Got a part out to you. Uh, all right, fix it. Yep. Right. Here's a new pump. Yeah, and so, uh, uh, like, it got to the point with the other manufacturers that, like, guys, you can no longer say, you know go over to Vertex and, you know, say, you have to go call Vertex for yeah, warranty. Yeah, we It'd did be, say that a lot. All right, so you call me and, like, I'll CC you in. Hey, Jerry over at Vertex, I got Randy here. His impeller's broken. I need you to help him. Yeah, yeah. and it would take, uh, a, like, it would take that would a help. at Bulk Reef Supply yeah. email address to do that because the, the customer would do it and get nothing. Yeah, so you know the reason why that is? Is because most of the time when they need to give you a part, they have to harvest it out of a brand new skimmer. Mm. And I tell you that because I also know that here, the mountain of harvested, oh, harvested uh, skim bo skims, skims bodies. Like there's a, <laughs> Palettes. Like, I feel like this sad land of skims back there. It was a great yeah. uh, Okay, so not to, not to bash on them too hard, but uh, there was, if you ever seen the uh, a combine in the farm field, that's pouring grain out into a truck. Mm -hmm. One of uh, because there was pallets of skims bodies out there. Uh, one of the one of the guys here had photoshopped a whole bunch of skims bodies getting farmed mm -hmm. out of that yeah. truck. Because we that's what we had to do. Yeah, you we call did. up here. Like I, I'm not going to say, well, but, we're going to order a part from Singapore. It'll be here in three months for a skimmer yeah. you want to use today. Nope, go take a $400 skimmer, open it, take the one part out, and make it garbage. Well, and that's what led to us <laughs> stocking a whole bunch of extra parts. Eventually, Eventually we ended like every up stocking part, parts. Now I go back there and I'm screwed because uh, there's 600 different parts and Skims goes out of business yeah. here in a second, mm. uh, as far as I know anyway. Uh, and uh, like... Uh, what are you gonna do with all these parts now? I don't know. <laughs> but wait, that was that was actually one of the things I was most excited about is that I knew now when somebody calls up here and says I broke my needle wheel, I broke my skimmer cup, I broke whatever, the answer can be I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Oh, what a refreshing thing. Yeah, isn't that? Uh, I got right. a pump. I got a part for you. Anyway, so anyway, warranty of all of them suck. Uh, uh, later recirculating skimmers now are considered only, yeah, uh, external only for some really sad, pathetic That's reason. So weird. Now that I understand it, after doing all these investigative tests, I, 
I would go. I would have got if somebody would have explained it to me the way it worked and why I would want this one over that one. I would have. I would have easily spent the extra two hundred bucks or hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, it isn't. I don't know, it's so sad. God. Even internally here, like it's in still, all of our little customer service learning sessions and stuff yeah. we do, uh, like yeah. So who here thinks of an external as recycling? Everybody, like mm. all right, time to unlearn that. And even at the end, it's like, yeah, but Jerry told me it was external. Doesn't have to be external. By the way, I internally hear everybody's name is Jerry. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, they're poorly marketed, mm -hmm. uh, the recirculating skimmer, and so the options dwindle. And now what you have is they're still Just external like, one, or uh, recirculating, but they're built like for external. And like four. And they're, yeah, and they're way more expensive because there's so much uh, like redundant excess mm -hmm. parts for like being built like you're gonna plumb in. Yeah. I don't know, like, uh, sad. Uh, all right, space saving uh, pumps become number one. Like, interesting why. because they're smaller footprint, but nobody understands like what the pump inside the body is actually doing for your skimmer performance. Yeah, I guess you could see it on this one actually. Yeah. So, space saving skimmer, obviously, because you want to save space, right? And so what they do is they put this pump inside the skimmer, right? And yeah, now you saved a bunch of space and that's why they're number one. And sometimes they're like a little cheaper that way too. Mm. Uh, but the part that you don't understand is this guy right here, when it goes in the bottom. Where it is. Right where it is. The bubble plate's an inch. an inch off the top. Yeah. This whole thing becomes the reaction chamber. Mm. The whole thing, right? If I put this pump inside, Half of it is now the reaction chamber, and uh, like it really doesn't have the same kind of like uh, flow dynamics. To yeah. It. Like by the time it's hit the top here, it's really kind of the turbulence has kind of solved itself. Right. It's a very different thing. It does save on space, and so maybe it will always be number one. But very few people have identified that it's actually not better that way. Yeah. And also, it, to clean it sucks. Oh yeah, to tear apart the body, unscrew the screws. Some of them, some of them were built. Then that now I can remove the top from the base, but then you have the cord that you got to get through. It's just a hassle. Yeah. So this pump uh, externally, I pull it off, I go clean it. I'm done. done. Yeah. yeah. Smush it back. Smush it back on. Mm. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So just know that with the with the space uh, savers, the space saving. You're saving that space. What you're doing, you're saving space, but you're cutting the, the dwell and contact time in half and you're making maintenance way harder. Mm. So uh, just know that when you're doing it. And uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, inverted skimmer pumps. Why would anybody want to do that? Ah, well, so now I can bridge the gap where instead of my skimmer pump pumping straight out of the, you know, it's got the body width and it's pumping straight out in air. If I invert it, now it's pumping air and water down, which gives me my reaction chamber back. So the or octopus uh, elite, elites, yeah. yeah. So they have like an inverted pump where the needle wheels are face down. Some of the Skims ones did that. There was a couple okay, Skims yep. one that had the same the pyramids. Yeah, the I think the pyramids <laughs> had. That. Yeah, and so uh, when it's inverted like that, you're again, you know, you're taking up some of the space with the pump itself. So uh, no, so be it. But yeah. uh, you're now getting foam from the bottom all the way up to the top, and it's not just water down here. So it's kind of a solve. Yeah, it it is mm -hmm. uh, to some degree, and so. So that's like one of those differences when you're looking at the Regal versus the Elite, and yeah. you're like, well, they kind of look 
like they're going to be the same, except for one looks more polished. Well, it is more polished, and then there's this too. Yeah. Uh, mm. All right. So uh, more people are using like uh, skimmer lockers oh, at this point too. lockers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, these are really in G. I did it with a five-gallon bucket and just hoped that I would make it back before, like, make it back from like a, a four-day vacate weekend vacation before my five-gallon bucket filled up with skimmate. Uh, but now, I mean, you can fl fit them with float switches. You can fit them with all this other stuff. Uh, you know, Avast makes them with like uh, pressure uh, switches that will shut your skimmer off as it fills up. Mm -hmm. So. A lot of cool options out there, and probably one that I wouldn't leave my house for in any period of time without one. You know what? Like, I was just thinking, that, like, I'm not sure where I'll put it at home, but, you know, one of the cool things about this guy, uh, it's very similar when I have a home, is this part comes out. Uh, that's a great right? feature. So if I was cleaning it, or if I just letting it drain, mm. you know, I don't even really need to clean the skimmer cup just anymore. Just take that out. I, just and clean that. I didn't really think about it that way until just now. <laughs> so uh, you heard it here first, folks, and that might be why they designed well, so it that I, way. Well, so we've definitely talked about the fact that it comes apart, but I didn't yeah. think about the only thing I really need to clean is the center. is this thing. Yeah, because it gets caked. So now yeah. you can run if, a skim. If I was draining it, now you can run a skimmate locker, and whenever you whenever you're ready, well, I just got to find a place for it. I guess. Ah. So uh, anyway, so people are using skimmer locker lockers more. So you're adding add-on features to it. Uh, also, uh, the gas exchange conversation is changing. So you know. There's gas exchange that happens on the surface yeah. of the water, right? A little bit from draining in under the sump. Mm -hmm. uh, but this thing is whisking air, and like some people are thinking of gas exchange as a, like a bubble air stone. Yeah. There's so little gas exchange happening around from an that air, stream air stone. of bubbles. Yeah. You know, like depending on uh, in the state that it's in, brand new maybe some, but in relation to that little stream of bubbles versus this thing constantly sucking it in and whisking it Full together, of bubbles, uh, yeah. totally different thing. And even against the surface, so this the skimmer, it, it's like that whole conversation about carbon, like a tablespoon of carbon has a you know surface area of like a football field. Once you get in the microscopic element of right. it. This thing is probably the same thing. Like mm. I have a surface area of my tank is a two by four. Uh, the surface area of all these bubbles in there is probably uh, like 8,000 by 100 billion. Yeah. You know, like, uh, it's, it's a very, very big. So most of the gas exchange is actually happening there. So there's three ways to think about that. One is this is a way to get oxygen into the tank, right? Well, yeah. Uh, not, you mean, not by way of scrubber. No. But I'm actually getting air in the tank. Yeah. So, so gas I, when, when the power goes out, my number one way to get oxygen in is power heads and yeah, that's a cheap, surface area. Super low power yeah. uh, way to do it. Mm. But actually, I'm talking about even when it's just running. Yeah. So just when it's running, I got you know all of these uh, fish in there. They're sucking out mm -hmm. oxygen, all the different stuff. And so you know while that's happening. You know, like I, nobody really knows whether or not a tank is oxygen depleted at any time. So, mm. but this is just a way to promote gas exchange, get rid of excess CO2 in the tank, uh, which is the second one, make sure there's enough oxygen. And also, gas exchange is uh, somewhat uh, uh, ozone as well. So, most of these things are designed to be they able report. to inject ozone yeah. as well. Something we'll get to in a little bit as well. Uh, but more and more people are thinking about the skimmer, you know, they, there's, by 2015, there's a lot of different ways to export nutrients from the tank. And so, like, if you figured out, you know, 
Well, I got zero nitrate and phosphate in the tank now, or close to. Yeah. Why am I running this skimmer? Do I need one? Mm. And so it's like you start to think of all the ancillary benefits of uh, having that level of gas exchange happening in, in the sump. And some of them are really good. So it's kind of, you know, mm. the balance of, uh, it was a benefit that was there that everybody always enjoyed. They just didn't know they were enjoying. So there you go. Interesting. Uh, so before we leave 2015, open and honest, me, I got Rick's mixed reports on values of protein skimmers. Uh, I got them mixed reports from, you know, people, uh, reefers. Uh, people on the phone, like they're, some of them are working, some of them aren't working. Yeah. Some of them are just pulling out poo like nobody's uh, business. Some of them are just boiling pots of water that just require maintenance and you just want to bash your face into them. When somebody could make that, somebody who is performing very, very well for could make the recommendation to somebody else and then you get conflicting uh, you know, conflicting examples of how it's working for individuals. Okay, so it was about this point uh, where it's like eventually experiences starts to make you look into things deeper. Yeah. But, you know, because I, I, I can open up a box of anything here, like I'm trying to use all these skimmers that are the most advanced. Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to open the cheapest one and put it in there. Like I want to <laughs> use, like the, the people are sending me stuff all the time, more air, more better. And so I end up being one of these people that like, why is this thing working for everybody else? Mm. But for me, it always ends up being this boiling pot of water that hardly ever produces anything, and I feed heavy. Why is that experience, right? And then it starts. I start to notice the, the chain here, which is the cheap ones seem to work. Yeah, yeah. Why is it the cheap ones seem to work? And then, like, I started to develop this theory over time about air that you're gonna hear a little bit later here, but, like, End of 2015, everybody loves skimmer. It's blasphemy to say that you shouldn't have one. Uh, I'm not comfortable saying that uh, out loud. Yeah. I've, I've bridged the gap and mentioned you don't need them now. There's just an optional piece of equipment. It does this, especially if it works this way. Mm -hmm. But, man, I'm just, I'm just not happy with the performance of mine. Hmm. All right. So I don't know. Uh, about 2015, raise your hand if you have a skimmer that you don't have, you don't like the performance with, uh, or if at any point in time, uh, if anybody can share out skimmer that you're like, hey man, I love it, or a skimmer that like didn't work for you and you were unhappy with, and uh, man, share with the community here because I think a lot of people would like to know. All right. Here we sit today. It's 2020 today, uh, and. Uh, what do we know about skimmers today? What should you look for? What should I look for? You know, uh, what's uh, how's the marketplace changed? Have uh, you watched our investigates? Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, definitely part of it. So the first thing is uh, vertex dies. Uh, so uh, you know, I think they're chasing I, that uh, yeah. like you know, controller dragon is what actually what happened. I'm not the skimmer dragon. Yeah. Uh, along with it, Semantic dies, which I don't know if everybody is a parent, but Semantic was their cheap version of... Yeah, some, the uh, Somatic. Somatic, yes. Yeah, it actually it worked. Yeah, it worked, and it was like actually less air. little CJ <laughs> pump yeah. on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I don't know, man, but for, from the beginning, like, I don't know why you're building this thing. I like Nobody's going to ever want to buy your Vertex thing again. And like, no, 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 it's a good brand. All right, well, uh, uh, 
Like he always wanted to be the, he wanted to span the whole thing. And like, this is one of the things I tell people all the time. You can be Toyota mm-hmm. and Lexus at the same time. You can bridge those gaps, like a very similar product, more plush, all that kind of stuff. But you cannot be Toyota uh, and Ferrari. <laughs> you just can't. You Nobody's brand message spans Ferrari down to uh, yeah. Chevette. Yeah. You and know, when like, they find out that you're connected, nah. those two brands are connected. No, I mean, sometimes. Sometimes, especially if you have a wide enough offering mm. and you've bought up everything in known demand. But I, like, even internally, when I, I always ask you know, the vendors when they bring stuff out, like, why does this exist? Yeah. You know, why why did the market need this thing? Because that's how I'm going to be able to share it with people. Like what what problem are you solving in the marketplace with this thing? Mm. And sadly 50% of the time it's like well, there's another one out there. We just wanted to do it too. We're like All right, well, we'll probably have that related result. <laughs> uh, and so that was a semantic thing. That thing, you know, he, he also like you know, built it as this weird kit that was going to be in a sump, you know, oh, a yeah, s- yeah, yeah, skimmer yeah. and a sump, and then you were going to buy all these accessories. Mm. And I got to tell you, there are, are almost no business models in reefing where I found that actually ever worked like, for anybody. So if anybody's out there thinking they're going to do that, like, like give away the, the whole thing in the beginning and make it later. Build act, add-on accessories that you, you just yeah. want to upgrade to and add. And, yeah, know. so like the Reef Keeper did that. You know, mm-hmm. and so if the reef keeper instead of deciding that instead and like selling the the original thing for 119 bucks, if they would have just charged 169 for it, it'd still be here. Yeah, uh, yeah. and people would have paid the 169 bucks. But like trying to build this business model of giving it away for free and then uh, like hopefully people buy accessories later. I don't know. Maybe it works for somebody. It hasn't worked for anybody that I know in reefing. So it's a fast way to bankruptcy. Hmm. Uh, Skims dies. I think Skims dying in his relation to uh, Corona. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, factories Uh, and whatnot. Yeah, like the factories. Like I think this is like they won't. They never returned an email. So they just went like poof. They went black. So if they pop back up, uh, no, they ripped us off. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, so they they they, uh, like don't return any emails at that point. And I believe one of the problems was is they were a Singapore company, but they had a Chinese factory. Mm. And when Corona happened, uh, the Chinese didn't allow anybody in the country. And so yeah. they were just screwed. Ugh. So a friend of mine knows somebody who works across the street from Skims and they just said it was done. Uh, nobody was going in and out. So I don't know if that's all true Ouch. or not, but I will tell you that uh, we're clearancing it. So uh, watch for those to get to uh, pretty cheap. Uh, uh, at this time, around now, I mean, I, it was a little before this, actually, but BRS brings in Bubble King. Yeah, right? that was recently. Yeah, the last uh, couple years. Yeah, you know, and I always wanted to bring it in, and I don't know why we never did. Yeah. But like, uh, I, I try to, like, think of, of the product lines here as, like, good, better, best. And yeah. it's often, like, you know, good being the cheapest available product that works. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I, I think of, like, that in terms of... Uh, uh, like the JBJ auto top off, it's like sixty nine bucks. Yeah, you know it, it works, especially if you clean it. You mm-hmm. know, and then uh, in this case, I don't know what the better and best breakdown is, but like the Tunes oscillator ends up there. Yeah, but often there's like you know good, the cheapest option that works, better, the option that most people end up buying because like it's that value matrix of mm. performs better but at a reasonable increase in price, and then there's best, you know. This is the thing that has 30% more features and costs twice as much. 
and it's yep. not best just because it has more features. It's not best because it costs more, but it actually does something. Yeah. Oh yeah, it'll actually deliver yeah. right, at best, but it's not the same scale of like a it delivers 30% more features and costs 30 per, that final 30 in most best categories or anything usually costs double. Yeah. Yeah, so if you want the final 30. So these guys deliver on that and I've been using it now and I, I definitely believe it delivers on it if you, you know, shell out the bucks for it, I yeah. guess. But uh, anyway, we bring in the Bubble King. Uh, and what's cool about it actually is one of the frustrations I had when I looked at it, there's like this Bubble King Mini, there's the Double Cone, yeah. there's all this other stuff. Yeah. Uh, and Superman, Superman Deluxe. and the Deluxe. Well, why would I ever want these? And actually, this is one of the conversations I'd have with the other vendors, too, uh, uh, and the others. Like, oh, you tell got me the, why I want this other one. Yeah, you got a Deluxe, you got a Super Deluxe, you got, uh, you know... The like, Double Cone. At one point, Octopus has 16 different lines of yeah. uh, protein skimmers. The INT, like, the SSS, the Classic, the SRO, the... yeah. Well, and so one of the conversations I had with them was like, why do you have so many, man? Like, tell me why I would want one of these. Like, well, here's the thing, man. We innovate and we bring out some new thing, but, you know, the stores don't want us to stop selling the one they already have because they've, you know, invested a bunch of money mm. into these things. We can't give them, like, make them instantly irrelevant, all the stuff on their shelves. And yeah. Just keep making the old ones, know, too. Man, well, now we got to stock, like, 16 brands. Uh, like, uh, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what the right answer in that matrix is. I understand the challenge there, but, whoa, there's a lot. Uh, all right. So, uh, molded skimmers come into existence. Uh, so, here's the difference. Uh, I don't know if you guys know what a molded skimmer is, but, uh, like, you know, a lot of them are made out of acrylic, and so the acrylic tube is either cut or mm -hmm. machined, softened, and then molded yeah. uh, over uh, uh, like a cone. cone. Yeah. Actually, the way that Vertex made that uh, that uh, wine glass, wine glass, glass yeah, yeah. is the opposite. So they would take the tube and cut it, put it in the oven, and then it would soften, and then they would stick it in this tube and shoot air in the bottom, and then the mm. air would push it out to the sides of the mold oh, and create okay. this wine, uh, and then they'd cut off the top and the bottom. Yeah. Right? Hmm. Like, it was really cool to see, like, oh, that's how you make that, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know. Uh, so, but molded ones are, like, you know, you gotta get a mold made, and they, like, inject plastic, you know, thermal form plastic or whatever kind of plastic mm -hmm. you're gonna do. But, the problem is, is you're gonna like the cheap. It's, it's way cheaper than machining acrylic. You know, you just you can make these things like eight million of them, but the cost of the molds are really expensive. So like Red Sea came in and they have a molded skimmer. Yeah. And every single one of those pieces, you can see there's you know 60 pieces on this thing. Every one of them needs a mold made. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, if you hold one, you would say, ah, well, the molded one feels cheaper because it's not as heavy. Mm. I don't think that's true. It feels that way, but it, it's not necessarily true. Yeah. I mean, that was for some people that really heavy PVC, PVC acrylic yeah. uh, feel just meant quality. And okay. That's actually a good and interesting thing. So mm. I, I told that to, to the, the Vertex team at one point in time. And, and like, it's just you touch this thing and you're like, yeah, this thing is of quality. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's on purpose. Because in, in Germany, mm. uh, heavy means uh, quality. Yeah. And like, if it's light, it means it's Chinese and crappy. 
Like, huh. You start thinking about all of the products like that. You're like, like, yeah, yeah I it never does really make sense, heard it that it? way before. But like, you're right. It's not that this like this PVC is that much better than acrylic in any meaningful manner. Like, it won't break and stuff if I like shatter if it hits the ground the same way PVC will. But like, it's the mentality, the brain tells me that this is of substance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So then, uh, a few years ago, we went and bought a, like a Volkswagen uh, Jetta for my wife, right? Yeah. Okay, and so while we're there, the, the guy comes over and he's like, yeah, German engineering, touch this door, close it. Heavy, huh? Yeah, it's not like your Hyundai. Things are light and cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this actually is it, a real it does, thing. It happens across the board, not just, not just reefing products. I uh, like uh, the Germans, man. Mm. Heavy means substance means better. Yeah, uh, I can feel and, that. And watch for this in your life. Yeah. When you pick up something light, like a molded skimmer, and it's lighter, it's like, oh, it's cheap. It feels I cheap. Am, I don't think that's true. Yeah. It just feels that way. Uh, but you're starting to see these things. And, you know, so, like, uh, you look at it, and it actually makes it cheaper. So if you happen to be a company like Red Sea, uh, it's a global company, mm. and can, you know, commit to making and selling, they have presence in all kinds of fish stores, commit to making and selling 10,000 skimmers. Yeah. Molds make the same, the, the way better way mm. to do it. Okay. If you're going to make uh, two things, if you're going to make skimmers uh, and you can only sell a thousand of them, you have to machine it. It will never make sense to make the mold. Yeah. Two, if you're going to make constant refinements to this and your plan is to make it better and better over time, you have to machine it. Yeah. You can't PK. Keep paying a new mold, a new mold. Yeah, yeah that's a great success. I don't know. I, like, uh, I saw a Seacam or their their <laughs> other brand, Aqua Vitro, came yeah. out and look. I looked at it in in the video that uh, Reef Builders did. Uh, Jake was talking about it, and it looks to me like it was molded as mm -hmm. well. So you're starting to see more of this stuff out in 2020. That like, it will feel cheaper to you, but I'm going to tell you that it's actually you know, a sign of a company that is committed to a design and making lots of them, which will also make it cheaper. Yeah. So, mm. and you can make parts uh, out of molds. You just can't machine very well. Yeah. So, I don't know. Interesting. Uh, so you're seeing that in 2020. Uh, all right. So here's the BRSTV and get investigate stuff. Yes. Uh, we find out that first thing, I mean, you guys all knew this, but okay. There's water level matters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of it, it was known, you know, back in back when you that was one of your adjustments uh, for internal skimmers be is to change the water level uh, to dial it in a little bit. But now we're starting to learn like what happens at eleven inches, ten inches, nine inches, eight inches, seven inches, six inches, five. And we start to build uh, an idea about the dynamics of what's happening here, head pressure, and all this other stuff. Yeah, so basically with water level, you're dealing with the head pressure or the pump has to fight against to get the foam and water up the skimmer. Yeah, it's trying to do two jobs. It's trying to draw water yeah. in and it's trying to push water out. So mm -hmm. it's fighting a couple right. different... So what we found, especially on the smaller skimmers that have smaller pumps on them, yeah. uh, a difference of a couple of inches could be the difference between 800 liters a, uh, an hour 
and 160. Yeah, massive two change in air draw. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, because uh, two inches down, it needs to push water two inches higher, yeah. and it's a small pump, and it's always already struggling, and you just hit its point and no return. Yeah, so it's trying to draw that balance between water and air. So if I have less water that I have to push, less head pressure, I can. That means I can use more or draw more air. Opposite too. Super-powered uh, vertex skimmers are dumping air in there like nobody's business. It's in two inches too deep. It's just like, you know, you can't stop it from mm. just overflowing constantly. Yeah, yeah. There's so much foam all the time. Mm. And so what we found is like, you know, when you're, when you're on the phone and trying to help somebody and you're like, yeah, well, so you can adjust the air, you can adjust the water level, you can adjust this thing and that thing and the other thing and the wedge pipe and all that stuff, you hear what you want. The thing that's actually the hardest for you to do in many cases is change the water level in the skimmer compartment of your sump because it might be fixed. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. true. So I just did all those other things you talked about and not that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one might be the one that matters the most. That's true. Yeah, Set it on something. Do something. Yeah, so set it on but something. Find a way to make the water level deeper. The problem um, exists uh, AC and DC pumps. Mm -hmm. Single single pump type skimmers have this problem regardless. Yeah, so if it's not a recirculating design, this is uh, and uh, mm. having a, a certain way of exiting out of there. But we do learn something in you know in that testing the AC versus the DC in these same types of scenarios, we do find the benefit of the DC when we're talking about how much air that we can change. Yeah, so that's the second conversation. So I'm going to get to that in just a second, but. If you have a skimmer and it's not doing what you want to do, like A, it's mm. overflowing all the time, uh, and you can't stop it from it, you can try lowering the, the or check it to, to the manufacturer's rating, because right. most of them actually do give an accurate Yeah, Reef rating. Octopus is really good. Yeah, Reef make, Octopus was one of the best. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, in terms of giving you an accurate rating. Where it needs to be. Yeah. So, uh, make sure it's actually at that level. If, it, if your water level's higher than that, that's probably why it's just uh, barfing out foam all the time and you can't get to stop. Yep. If uh, you can't get any foam, it's not producing anything, and it's just getting valves closed all the way, and you get six inches of water, and the thing calls for eight, get it up to eight, mm -hmm. and then complain after that <laughs> if you want. But uh, do the first thing because it actually really matters a lot. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the next thing we find actually is the amount of air matters. Now, yeah. so we we get this nice, this really cool airflow meter, and we st we put it in line on the uh, air intake. And one, we just start to see, you know, all right, so we found their optimal, you know, uh, water level height for these, uh, a whole variety of different skimmers. Uh, what is the differences in like pump and air draw and air and speed? And what is the difference between 1,100 liters per hour versus 200? Yeah, and then on the DC ones, like, uh, you know, if we put it at max, does it actually perform better than it does at four? three, two, mm. and one. He, what's right. the air draw differences yeah. at each step? Yeah. And, but like, also, does it skim better? Yeah. Right? Yep. So what do we collect? When, what type of foam does it create? Does mm. it create wet foam? Does it create dry foam? Does it collect more or not? So, you know, what we, uh, you know, one of the cool things we found, uh, it's hard to tell, like, exactly how, like, because wet or dry is a big question. Like, uh, well, which one has more organics? One of the cool things ah. we found was that jug that you did. Oh yeah, uh, collecting. Uh, so we first we did, we l learned a little bit deeper of what the what wet and dry actually mean because f for the longest time the the conversation about what's wetter and drier is do you crank your gate valve more or do you crank it back less? 
Which like, doesn't make wet or drier. It just changes the, the height at which it produces. So you're collecting more water or you're collecting more fish or bubbles? The or fundamentals of the foam hasn't changes, changed. Yeah. You just change the height at which it collects. So we learn then that drier is like less air, smaller uh, bubbles, more air. Uh, and then wet foam or wet, wet skimming is large bubbles, lots of surface area, kind of boiling full of out, full of water. Yeah, and so I will say that changing that drive of that pipe and the water level in there may artificially create dry foam mm. because you're lifting up, lifting up the water level, which increases changing the head that, pressure, yeah, yeah. which means it's decreasing the amount of air going in yep, there. Yep. The more air, less air you get, the drier the bubble is. So, right? so then we play around with this wetter dryer, and we collect a day's worth of skim, skimmate from the 750 XXL at dry, at wet, you know, at these different things, and then put them, uh, put them in, or saturate them, I guess, uh, turn them into a gallon solution. One with the what we thought was dry, heavy, thick. You know what the organics was there. Middle of the way, so at speed one, speed two, and speed five on the on the pump, and you can actually see in the jugs visually when you hold it up to the uh, to the light. There's more organics in this one. There's less organics in this one. So that's the moral of the story. If you want to decide for yourself, uh, yeah. wet or dry or tuning, which one produces best for you, collect a gallon of skim made in a clear jug, uh, and then collect another. Change your settings. Collect another gallon of jug. Hold it up to the window, and the See dark like. one wins. Yeah, you know, there you the, go. The dark one has the most organics in it. There you go. So that's how you want to know. But what we really found out, yeah. and this is uh, if you watch other stuff, uh, share with me because I got a lot more to come here. But yeah. like. This is the biggest revelation of the whole thing. And I always like to tie it back to the bubble wand because it's something that we all have done in our lifetimes. Oh, it just right? makes sense. So when you blow bubbles in your skimmer, out of your mouth, whatever you're gonna do it with, uh, when you blow bubbles, it's a mixture of two things. Air velocity mm -hmm. times the amount of organics in that water that will hold a stable bubble. Right. So. Imagine you go buy some bubbles uh, for your kid or, or yourself. I like bubbles. Uh, and you pull it out <laughs> and you blow through it, right? So generally speaking, you can just blow whatever speed you want and the bubbles come up. But if I blew really fast, they'd just pop right away. Yeah. That little film in there just pop. Yeah. Uh, now imagine I take that same bubble solution. Like, so let's pretend that was like a normal tanks versus bow organics. Right. right. Now I take this uh, same solution and now I dilute it by 70% with water. Yeah, there's, right? there's bubbles making solution in there, but a lot of water. Yeah, now I just blow up and the thing will pop immediately. And burst to, right away. Unless you're blowing really, really light. So careful. <laughs> just, just barely blowing through it. You might get a bubble. really close attention and, made, and then let it close up. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot harder, right? Yeah, there's less bubble making solution. Okay, and so here's the thing. In your tank, Fish turds and decaying food are the soap. Yep. They're the organics yep. that form, allow the thing to form a stable bubble. And so when I'm pumping 600 liters an hour air through the, the skimmer neck, mm -hmm. uh, or through this, into the skimmer, it has to leave somewhere. And the only way that that thing leaves is right out of this skimmer neck right here. Mm -hmm. And so at 600 liters an hour, it's like I'm walking up to this thing and just 
blown as hard as I possibly can. <laughs> yeah. Right. That means that needs to be a one soapy uh, stick. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. There better be a lot of organics in in there to be able to collect something out of that. Okay. But if I turn the airway down to like 150, that's I'm blowing it's like really I light. Up to it and blew it. It's coming out of there so slow and just barely. I can create a stable, dry foam head. I don't need as many organics. We even talk lighter. Yeah, you know? see how light that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then just to make up for it, you just raise the water level and collect it differently. Yeah, and so yeah, you just now that I've created the type of foam I want, mm. I will to raise match it up. my organics. Okay, so now let's wind it all the way back to octopus classic has just a thin wisp of foam in there the yeah. new ones have more but the old mm -hmm. ones uh just like a thin wisp of foam in there but always collecting it worked it's for a lot more people i was just barely blowing through this yeah. thing yeah. and even if you dumped in more soap still worked like still 200 worked. now it wouldn't power. work like the maximum because if you take my normal bubble solution and you give me double the bubbles in it Man, oh, I can blow some pretty awesome bubbles now. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, there's yeah. a bunch of crap coming out of there. These things are gonna last. They're gonna like land in your backyard from here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like a totally different thing. <laughs> and so what what this is is a bubble creation machine. There you go. It requires air and fuel to create the desired effect. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And so now the difference here, if you kind of walk it back, is well. Randy's dumping in, uh, he's got four fish and he's dumping four pellets in a day because he's super stingy. He watched our videos from 2015 and <laughs> said, starve your fish. Uh, and then here's me dumping in food like crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, Bunch of big waste producing fish. Yeah, now I can have a different type of uh, experience with it. Mm. But this is the one thing. So you're wondering where you're at in this. right? If the thing is creating just a uh, boiling pot of constantly bubbling uh, or bursting bubbles, it won't go up the neck. It isn't because the skimmer sucks. It's because you're putting too much air in it for the amount of organics mm. that's in it. End yep. of story. There you go. You're blowing too hard for you the bubble solution you got. 2020. This should make it into everyone's... Uh, uh, um, Take that little clip. Like This should make it into everyone's repertoire of how to tune a skimmer. Uh, as you can change the air. How much bubble solution do you have in your reef tank? So this is why DC <laughs> works so well because I can change it so easy. I got step one, two, three, yeah, four, five, yeah. uh, in so, some cases more. Yeah, and that's where like now we start to realize the value of a DC pump and the different stages that I can change it. Now I realize why I bought a DC in the first place uh, because it was silent. Now you just told me that I have an adjustable tool and my skimmer doesn't suck. Uh, I'm just using it wrong. Okay, so now that kind of fits into the good, better, best thing. Yeah. Like I, now I know what I'm getting, man, for my money mm. when I buy. I know how things. to use it. Either good or better. Yeah. Or, or best, mm. better or best. Uh, I will tell you also though the AC ones. I think AC because there's so many DC pumps out there. AC is going to start to dry up over the years because mm. like I don't know, you're just not going to want yeah. it as much. But one of the things you're going to find uh, is you. Like when you do this, what happens is uh, when I go down in uh, uh, speed, it will suck in less air and, and water less together. Water. Yeah. So the other thing happens, like you can adjust the air down. Like the old skims had the little knobby on the yeah. top, mm -hmm. and some of the other I AC pumps had, had has the ability to turn down the air. Red Sea had one. It has the opposite effect, actually. So basically, that pump is spinning around, and the uh, venturi sucking in air. Mm -hmm. If I turn the air down, 
It'll suck in, in less air. Water. It'll suck in more water. Yep. So instead, like this, going air and uh, water going down together, uh, water skyrockets, air goes down. So not as good of a solution. Mm. But you know, if you have an AC skimmer that's bob bubbling like crazy, rather than go out and buy a new one, at minimum, try, try buying a valve yeah. uh, of some kind to tune line. down the air. Yeah. Uh, one of the options we, uh, we often talk about is uh, it's a 3 8 inch Murloc oh. stem by push connect adapter and then the ball little valve. Ball valve. Yep. Mm -hmm. So it's just like a little barb. You can clip the line right here. A little barb slides in there and the stem part slides into the Murloc yep. ball valve. Now you can adjust the air. Easy so peasy. After 10 give it bucks, a try. Yeah, for 10 bucks, at least try that before try. you buy something new. Or uh, you can not think about that whole concept of air and water and water and air. And if I do this, it changes the water. Mm -hmm. If I change the water, it changes the air. You can go recirculating. All right, so I have a video on tuning your skimmer out there. Yeah. So uh, you should go watch that thing if you're interested in this, uh, if you're having problems with your skimmer, because it hits on all of these things in a real yep. short format yeah. uh, and uh, really brings it home. All right, mm. so what we're also finding Ah, is neck size matters. Yeah. Right? All right. Man, I love the fact that this, this turned out, thank you for putting this out here because it turned out to be the perfect uh, <laughs> apparatus for this whole thing. All right. So how much foam do I need to produce before it collects anything? Quite a bit. This much? That much. This much. <laughs> All right. So neck size matters a lot. So like uh, basically I only create so much foam before it will foam over the edge. Mm. Uh, and I can, you know, kind of, you know, fake that by bringing the water level up, but when I bring the water level up, I'm also adding head pressure, changing the dynamics, and then also when it's way up here, all of a sudden, it, like, it overflows really easy yeah. if anything goes wrong. If, some, if I get an uh, influx of organics all of a sudden and I have it way up here, it's over. Yeah. It spills over. Okay, so you, what you'll look at is like uh, with the, uh, what is it, the eShops level of sk uh, skimmers, some mm -hmm. of those have less air. They also have a smaller neck. Yeah, like the like, neck is you know even smaller. Yeah, and so you only have to create you know probably this much around and this high of foam before it starts collecting mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. The only reason you have this is because like I got a ton of fish and it's always going to be producing. Yeah, right. So the only reason that I got something this big and this isn't even that big. So no. you know when you look at some of them and this is one of those reasons why bigger isn't better is because you know, you've got a coffee can sized uh, <laughs> cylinder in there that's collecting the foam that's this tall, that unless it creates a coffee can or a gallon of uh, foam, it's not gonna collect anything. Yeah. So, yeah. and again, you can cheat it a little bit by you know, the water level, but the size of this apparatus absolutely matters. And this goes back to that uh, Dell Tech experience mm. that I had. And so, if you can remember, now I, I'm going to give you a little bit more detail on how this thing worked, actually. So, the way that it worked was it was a little box, and then it had uh, essentially a little triangle in it that I'm going <laughs> had a triangle in it, and the foam would push up the triangle yeah. and then go over the edge and fall into this little cup, right? And so, roughly, there's a triangle right here is the amount of foam it requires to mm. capture. But you know what? I walk up to it and, and it's only producing this much foam for some reason. I could slide the cup down. Mm -hmm. And now they only need to create this much foam before it starts mm. to collect. It's a dynamic, adjustable neck to mm -hmm. a skimmer. So rather yeah. than being fixed to that size and that size only, or any other size that I, whatever diameter I choose, 
I can choose the diameter of the hole. So this is the thing, man, that I think uh, I, I just you don't see many skimmers do this type of thing. Uh, but the best way, really, to <clears throat> collect or to tune the skimmer isn't to use a wedge pipe and change both the water, the, the water height air. in there, yeah. which is going to change you know, the amount of air it sucks in and head pressure and change the whole thing. Every time I turn that, it changes all, everything goes whack. Yeah. Like all the thing, it will not perform the same way a minute later. It will perform somewhat different. And you also have to wait. You have to like really sit there Make and wait for it, come back to it an hour later and see what it really is doing at that point. Yeah, because they're all connected. Or instead of changing the water height, I can change the height and the way that I collect it. Mm. I can lift the collection point, yes. changing the collection point, leaving all other dynamics of the skimmer alone. Yeah, I never have to touch these buttons or anything. This skimmer cup, collection cup, is now adjustable in my body. So some of the stuff you never heard me say because internally mm. here we were going to create this skimmer. Eight million dollar idea yeah. is coming up here like, soon. This is a ten million dollar idea. <laughs> uh, some of the stuff, because we were going to create the BRS skimmer, and yeah. i got to be honest, we may still make it someday, but like we haven't got any traction on it in years, so it's fine. Let's just get the stuff on the universe. Somebody, makes, somebody makes it because it will be better for the community. It's evolutionary leap in skimming. Now yeah. that we know the relationship between water and air. Okay, Single so pump. yeah. So anyway, I, I, to me, way better way than trying to change the water level in there, which changes everything. Let the thing create the type of foam you want. Adjust the air. Adjust it. Get the foam created that you want, and then just adjust how you collect it. Mm. Uh, so Hang on the back skimmer. I don't it right. Some, yeah, some uh, well, I know coming out of the skimmer that you would never have thought. Of, <laughs> hang on, uh, it's, it, it's just kind of a reality of the hang on skimmer. Yeah. Uh, to be honest. Interesting. Uh, so anyway, 2020, we sit here today, and next size matters. Yep. And uh, I'm oh yeah, I'm starting to just accept that nobody's going to make a recirculating skimmer for me. You mean for you personally? No, just in general. Like ah. I, this message is just like I don't know. I can talk about it as much as I want and tell you all the benefits, and everybody can nod their head. And then like I don't know. Either people aren't buying it, or people yeah. are making it. Either way, a recirculating like, skimmer. Like even the like a uh, Hydor who made this thing. Uh, well, like they're. I think they made a new DC model and they got rid of it. Ah. Like so. Like it, even the ones that were out there are going away. Bring back the recirculating skimmer. Okay, 2020 also, smaller is better than bigger. Yep. End of story. Do not get a bigger skimmer. Yep. If you are on the fence of, and this is kind of the message that we've had, if you're on the fence of what size to get, and you're, I mean, you're looking at the manufacturer's ratings for your water size, your bio load, all this other stuff, take a step down. Yeah, so too big means I got too much air in here uh, for the amount of soap that I have. Mm. Uh, I also have a canister that's way too big that it won't, it needs too much to be able to start collecting anything, right? Yeah. Too small means I have not enough air, but I'll get really dry skimmate and the tube is smaller, which means it'll probably collect something. Mm -hmm. The right size means the right in the middle of that thing, right? Yeah. Uh, that I'm getting the right amount of air, the right size amount of foam, and it's inside of a tuning ability that I can scale it uh, from different areas of my tank. So the right size is always the right answer, but if you don't know and you're kind of on the fence, for me personally, go smaller. Yep. You'll be happier than if you go bigger. It'll perform. Yeah. All right, so that is the end of 2020, now the future. 
What are we going to see in 2025? Here we go. What are the things, uh, the million dollar idea? Million dollar right? ideas. Somebody go do this, please. Yes. So uh, if you want to make a million bucks, but even beyond that, uh, uh, this is just uh, there. It's time after how many decades of skimmers for the, the to make some changes in this in this realm. Yeah, I mentioned that the technology advancements from 2004 to 2015 were really non-existent. Just more skimmer options. Uh, very, or I shouldn't say that non-existent, but very slow. Yeah. Uh, 2015 to, to 20, now. we added DC and stuff, but we didn't really Better tell understanding people of how exactly working. why. Yeah. I will tell you though, what was refreshing is when I talked to the team over at Bubble King about it. Oh yeah. And, it, and the DC particularly is like, the first thing you want to do is set it at like 30% power. Almost everybody sets it at 100%, and this is why it won't work. And I'm like, uh, yeah. man, it's so refreshing to hear somebody else say this. <laughs> Not only that, but tell you that yeah. your other filtration means get a smaller skimmer. Well, actually, you know what? It yeah. felt very uh, affirming because not only did somebody else say what we've been saying internally forever, uh, or I guess uh, for the last couple of years yeah, now, yeah. Uh, but uh, it was refreshing to hear it from like one of the thought leaders of uh, global protein skimmer production. Somebody's been doing this for like decades, mm. you know, and what they found, and, and this isn't just like uh, some Chinese skimmer factory that's just gluing pumps on the side. Like there's a different cost standard of mm. quality happening there. So to hear from them, like, yeah, too much air, uh, just bu pops the bubbles, you gotta turn it down. You gotta match the amount of air to the amount of uh, organics and fuel in the tank. <laughs> Light bulb. <laughs> you and me, man. All right, so uh, we understand each other. All right, so. Future, here we go. All right, here's the future. Uh, 2025, Magic Plus, 2025 wand out. Uh, before, I just gotta mention that one comment that says, uh, I forget who it was, said, you make skimmers more confusing, more complicated than uh, calcium reactors. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, I mean, sometimes I feel like we do do that. Yeah, but the bubble analogy really, really drives it home. Uh, so sometimes, man, like uh, it's a product that everybody just like plugged in the wall and thought it worked, ah, right? Which is the, the which is the first one okay. of the future. Here. So if that's you, if you plugged in your skimmer in the wall and it just worked, we definitely made protein skimmers way more complex. However. For all of the people out there that plugged in a protein skimmer and been unhappy with its performance, we just told you why. There you go. So uh, there is a balance there. Yeah. Uh, so like the same thing with lighting. It's an adjustable if, tool. If you are the person that uh, plugged in your Radeon, flipped all the switches until it looked great, and then had tons of coral growth, don't watch any of our videos because we just made it more <laughs> hard. Uh, but if you're one of those people that didn't have that experience, a half hour of Randy's Investigates actually helps. There you <laughs> so, go. I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a great comment. Thank you. Uh, all all right. right. Future. Here we go. Future. That leads to this uh, first one. leads perfect into this, actually. Yep. You planned this, didn't you? Nah, a little yeah, bit. A little bit. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, the future here, 2025, Magic One. Plug it in. Please. And it works. Please. Mm -hmm. why, should, why is it going to be that difficult? Yeah, meaning, I, in this case, maybe... Mm. Uh, I plug it in and the thing by default is set to 20% uh, uh, air. And, and maybe it says 20% mm. air, it says two cubes of food. Ah, Doesn't say 20% air. Yeah. And then it says Give it to me in terms number three is three cubes of food. Yeah. Number four is four cubes of food. There you go. Uh, very similar to like the way the algae scrubbers work. Yep. You know? Uh, hmm. So no, no, no excuses anymore. Uh, uh, we all know how this stuff works now. We can now not only work with the stuff that exists uh, today, 
but we can perfect it. So in five years, no excuses, plug it in, it works. Number two. There you go. Proper instructions and a helpful fact. You actually don't need anybody on the other end of the line because this isn't that complex. No. Uh, do these things, follow these five things. And if you go and do four of them and uh, it doesn't work, come back and do, do the, the other line. two. <laughs> yeah, do the other one. Uh, yeah, so. All right. So this is actually super important to me. A skimmer that progresses with the stages mm, of your tank. Interesting. Uh, okay. Meaning, in the beginning, I put one cube of food in because I got three fish. Well, you know what? Five years from now, I got 20 fish and I feed two cubes of food mm. twice a day. I want a skimmer that works with both of those bio loads. And both of those bio loads, again, going back to the soap analogy, yeah. right? Yeah. With a little bit of soap, as well as four times as much soap. Yeah. I want to be able to adjust the air up, or in this case, down to begin with. But I don't want to have to buy the skimmer three times between now and uh, five years from now, as I like need better and better skimmers. I want to buy the skimmer once and have it scale with me because that's half the price. Yeah. And frustration. <laughs> so, uh, and, I, and I want it to be explained in the like marketing materials and a commitment as to why this thing will do that. Yeah. It's possible. This is not just this is your last skimmer, but you know, this is your 10 year skimmer. And here's mm -hmm. how you start this skimmer will last between one and five cube foods a day, or cubes of food a day. Ah. And once you get yeah. past five, you know, honest, by the next size. size of tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? mm. All right. Uh, I want the parts available. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so if a, a skimmer uh, thing breaks, like uh, the, Tell even, me. even like, you know, the impeller's common, the snail falls in there. Yeah. But like, what happens if, uh, you know, I drop the lid, the cover, the bottom thing snaps off? Something. Like, I don't want to have to buy the whole damn thing over again. I don't want to wait, you know, six months. And when you say, uh, well, we'll get one in for you in three to four months from, from China, most of the time it just means, like, Hopefully we're we're going to forget about it. Hopefully you, you yeah, forget about yeah. wanting this in three to four months because they're probably going to tell you it didn't come by then. Ugh. You know, like and by, when I say probably we're going to, not us, uh, somebody else. Parts. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. Have parts available on hand. You brought this thing to the United States uh, mm. and you're going to sell it to the people that live here. Uh, provide proper support uh, to the people that live here as well. Okay. All right. Big idea here. Okay. We already hinted to it. So rather than adjust the foam height, make the right foam using the pump engine, the foam engine down here. Yep. And then adjust the collection height. Please. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to do this, uh, but it's going to mean changing then, away from the design a little bit. Yep. Uh, Adjustable I, cup. I will tell you, to some degree, the recirculating designs do that. So like uh, the mm. telescoping arm here kind of does that. Oh, on the yeah. Bubble King Deluxe? On the Bubble King Deluxe. Yeah. It's a different way of doing it. But one of the ways it does this is because uh, it doesn't deal with the head pressure the, the, the exact same way. Yeah. Uh, is uh, I can change the head pressure in here differently. Yeah. Right? So mm. not all the way. It's a step in that direction. Right. But let, it, let us stop, you know, changing... Or let's start collecting, create the foam we want, and then and change it. how we collect it yep. rather than changing all the other dynamics of the skim. All right. Go build one of those, somebody. So let's also have ah. adjustable neck sizes. I saw that one in the comments, too. Yeah. Like, hey, I want to swap this out early on. Mm-hmm. 
So I maybe want a smaller one. Maybe this thing has a little ring in the side of it, and I have a smaller tube. That's but, one cube uh, a day. Yeah, and so you know, if I want to, you know, in the beginning. Uh, I don't know. You could sell me one with three of these different sizes. There you go. Or uh, you make me buy it later. I don't know. You know, whatever. But it, give me the ability to change it. Yeah. And so, you know, if you don't have this thing, uh, you know, the other thing is actually, can I buy the whole cup that's different? Mm. You know, so be it. Uh, if you don't have the ability to machine this thing this way, because uh, I, I don't know any other skimmers that do it this way. Uh, but yeah. Give me the ability to swap out the way that it's collected so that skimmer will actually help me span from the beginning uh, all the way to the end. Uh, uh, all right, so of course, uh, we want the air to be able to adjust to the next size and organic level. DC pumps DC. being the best way yeah. to do that. Uh, this is actually, I, I saw this in that, that aqua vitro skimmer. The ability to convert from uh, a normal skimmer like this ah. to a recirculating design. Oh, interesting. So, like, you know, part of the reason that you don't see the recirculating design is because, you know, they don't want to put another pump on it because the pump's going to have a price to the manufacturer, the distributor, yeah. it be A couple you know, extra parts. And like, yeah, parts and stuff on it. So, they like to keep the price down, especially if people don't know the value of it. They're not going to pay for the value. They don't understand it. Yeah. You know, so that's part of the problem out there. So what if we could bridge that gap and then like make the skimmer actually have uh, uh, a recirculating design in it uh, where you can kind of switch back and forth if you want. Like mm -hmm. if I want to upgrade my skimmer performance, well, I can plug that little hole there and put a, a pump new, on the yeah, side of it. Yeah, buy a new pump, not a whole new skimmer. I would like, well, why, yeah, well, I don't want, it, it's, it's such a small change. I don't need to go get a whole new tube. Uh, the difference. Uh, yeah. So here. Yes. Yeah, uh, this comment. I see you on our YouTube all the time. Uh, get it pulled up here. I like the. I think the new Seacam skimmer is a great innovation as it's only one so far that can convert from in sump skimmer mm -hmm. to recycling. Uh, one. And recirculating skimmers can be in-sump also, it's not, it doesn't mean external. Uh, you know, but yeah, it has the ability to hey, add a pump, close this hole, you're good to go. I'd be interested to see one of those things in person. I, I, I get a little wary of people who have never made a protein skimmer before. And there were some things I liked about it when I watched it, hmm. and there were some things like having the water flow over through a sock, which sounded loud and other, you know, mm. like the finer details. I don't know. And maybe it turns out really good, man. Uh, it'd be very interesting to, to see. Yep. But yeah, uh, when I saw that, that was one of the first things I said. I was like, ah, somebody must have heard. Somebody can convert uh, it. Or somebody smart over there. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I like, because I, I, actually somebody must have, whoever produced that thing must be somewhat in tune because like uh, uh, recirculating is not a, popular topic yeah. within the manufacturer Should ring. So, yeah. so like, no, they said, I want to be able to do that. Uh, so neat. Uh, all right. So, uh, all right. Also, uh, uh, impervious to water level. So it works for everyone. And it doesn't matter if your sump is designed for eight uh, inches or four inches or, or whatever. Or what have you, you set yeah. it in there. And so that was actually a really good point about, again, uh, like uh, the like expanding tube on the deluxe and, yeah. and the recirculating models and all the other stuff. It's various degrees of less uh, dependent on the know, water, the water level, level your sump. in your sump. So like, yeah, I don't know, man, really, we can acknowledge right now, like very few people are actually going to buy the skimmer knowing what their water level is in their sump, have actually gone down underneath there and measured it 
and then go shop for a skimmer that way. Yeah. So let's just make the skimmers in a funk in a, in a way that is less dependent on that. Mm. So, all right. Uh, oh, we talked about a little bit of these next two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, uh, another one has a carbon uh, cup on top. I mean, you, you were mentioning the only way for air to escape out of this skimmer is right up here through the top. Okay. So, yeah. And it's so, fish poo. Yeah, I, I walk into my uh, fish room, and it stinks like poo in there, right? And rightly so. And I'm like, what is it, man? Uh, why, is it, why is it stinking here so bad? And it's because the thing is working really well, by the way, and so it's covered in poo. Uh, the, <laughs> the water here is poo, but the inside of the tube is filled with poo. Uh, and air is blowing right past the poo just like a fart, and then it's blowing out these little holes in the top of the skimmer into the room. Like carbon <laughs> makes yeah. something a little, uh, I don't know, a, 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 only this tall, about an inch tall, that covers the whole thing, rests on top, Yeah. So carbon in it. What if we go. made a little lid on the top to just solve that problem, either aftermarket or came with the skimmer that had an inch of carbon and sat on the top of the skimmer? No more farts. Easy peasy. Yeah, no more fish the farts. The skimmate collector cups have that, so mm -hmm. why not apply that to the actual skimmer? Well, that's another reason, actually, for me to go to the skimmate uh, collector thing. It yeah. says, kill the fart smell in there my you house. Go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, so uh, also, right, re right related to that is the CO2 scrubber built in. Mm, yeah, so, we talked about the... Uh, was it, no, it wasn't yesterday. Was it yesterday? No, the day before yesterday. Mm -hmm. We were talking about pH and just making, instead of hooking your CO2 scrubber to your skimmer, and now it's working dual purpose, just having a CO2 scrubber, but uh, you can easily just make an add-on canister for a skimmer, mm -hmm. and now it's CO2 scrubbing. This is, this is probably like the uh, million-dollar idea right here. Yeah. We're waiting for it. So what we've found uh, in the last couple of years here is that the single best way to, uh, or I shouldn't say best, the single way that is most universally applied, helps the most people solve pH issues in their tank most consistently, is scrubbing the CO2 out of the air that interacts with the skimmer. Just mm. works really easy really and well. well. The problem is, is it uh, uh, burns through the media every couple weeks and you got another $12 thing you need to buy every two weeks. Now, I'll tell you, if you're spending 100 bucks on frags and it grows twice as fast because of that, it was probably 12 bucks well spent, but wouldn't you like to get rid of that 12 bucks <laughs> yeah. you know, as well? So there's a recirculating design uh, where you can just suck the air out of the top and feed it back in and it doesn't mm -hmm. need fresh air to work. Yep. And so here's the million dollar idea. It isn't just the recirculating element of it. It's let's accept that this tool isn't here just to remove turds. It's actually here to uh, promote gas exchange in the tank. Add oxygen, but also like, uh, uh, like strip out the CO2. Yeah. You know, or like uh, not add excess, I shouldn't say strip out the CO2. Not add excess CO2 from the, uh, from the room into the yeah, tank. Yeah, yeah. It's so getting enough from all the other surface area. Design the skimmer to do that very thing rather than make somebody do it aftermarket after the fact. By 2025, somebody will have done this because <laughs> it's just too obvious. It's such, this is that piece where you go definitely from good uh, to better to great. 
I now have the thing that gets rid of the turds. It also solves my pH issue. Even better if you have uh, in, installed solenoids on it mm, and uh, control, a valves yeah. to allow me to uh, make adjustments pH. to it. Yeah. Uh, pinch valve would probably work really well. So, you know, uh, I, that I think somebody that accepts with this tool is one of the things it's great at and then designs it to that purpose will uh, have great success in the marketplace. Mm. Uh, all right. Also, not ozone ready, which means it's got some plastic that won't get chewed up by ozone. Designed. Designed mm. for ozone. Like if you want to, if you think you might need ozone anytime down the road, here's the ozone ready lineup. And I don't know exactly what this looks like, but ozone kind of uh, creates a scenario where there's uh, no fart smell in my house. I don't got any algae smell. Mm. Actually, I added some carbon the other day uh, to the to the tank, and uh, I was doing it for color. And my wife uh, said, "Man, that carbon really, really worked." And I'm like, "I know, man. The water's so much crisp, more crystal clear." And she's like, <laughs> "No, it got rid of all the smell in the house from uh, like the funk from the tank." I'm like, oh. Didn't even notice it. Just appreciated it. different things, you know? <laughs> uh, and so she uh, actually appreciated that, but ozone will just keep it out all the time. The problem with it is you need to remove the ozone from the air and preferably also from as much as you can from the water. Mm. And so really easy to put a little cap the top off here with some carbon. Uh, nobody, everybody can do that. It's a little harder to figure out the contraption that uh, where the air or the water is going to leave here and then pass through carbon and also be removed. Mm. Uh, it's just like all this DIY projects and stuff. So design a skimmer that actually, again, gas exchange, in this case being ozone, this is the greatest way to inter uh, inject the ozone into the tank. Sometimes there are some reactors that work well too, you should research, but in this case, design a skimmer that actually does that from the box and somebody doesn't have to like retrofit it and glue right, 14 things yeah. to it to, and then wonder if it's gonna work. Design it for that purpose and you'll watch it explode because people have been talking about ozone for decades and the only thing holding people back from switching from carbon to ozone is doing it safely and doing it easily. Mm. So that'll be really interesting to see if that materializes uh, uh, in 2025. Long shot because uh, it's still uh, murky on the conversation. I don't know. It'll be really interesting. Somebody might hear this, like some manufacturer might hear this thing, uh, hopefully, and say, oh, I could solve that. Yeah. Uh, I would like to make a million dollars. All right. So uh, uh, auto top off when the skimmer cup is full. You know what? Regal does that. The uh, Elite does that. I was, I Everyone was, should do it. I didn't see this on here, but I was going to add that in, too. I think that was one of the best additions to come out of skimming was... You included a float switch inside my skimmer cup, so I never overfill my skimmer again. Mm -hmm. like, ingenious. Like the only other way to, that I've been doing that is with an aquarium controller. Yeah, so they put that little float in the top here, and then when it you know hits here, it just turns off the pump. Right. Done. And the reason that that's nice is so a lot of times when it gets full like that, all of a sudden there's like foam coming all over, ah, spraying all, all over. over the place. And I got to tell you, I've seen a lot of people's tanks underneath the tank. It is not what I'd call uh, fireproof. Yeah. Uh, so like you don't want water spraying all over the place. And mm. you don't want to clean that mess up either. Who wants to clean up fish turds yeah. sprayed all over everything? So mm. uh, More also, skimmers with float valves. Yeah, float give me another. Switches. But if you're going to give me one float switch, give me two. And so have it turn off when the sump level's too high too. Oh yeah, there yeah. you go. 
Because that's yep. actually the cause a lot of times is uh, I turn off my return pump, return pump fails, I do maintenance, uh, mm. any a number of things where the sump level goes up, sump level goes up, head pressure uh, decreases, foam starts spraying all yeah. over the place. All this uh, like uh, nice thick skimmate that I had uh, collected that I hadn't poured out yet suddenly floods into my tank, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah, let's have the let's have these things turn off because this is a super common problem. Yep. Super, super common problem. It's actually one that we found the the, the resolution to with the uh, recirculating skimmer sitting inside the sump of the 750. The feed pump, the Varios feed pump, has its own float switch, mm-hmm. and the skimmer itself, the recirculating Varios skimmer, has its own float switch, and that's exactly how we have it set up. Yeah, that's a, that's a perfect way. Awesome. So uh, we also have adjust the air DC. Uh, Let's get some high-end hang-on or all-in-one skimmers, man, because mm. uh, if you look at uh, the E170 in, in my office, and I just got to say, I'm not, like, it's not bad, but it's not my favorite skimmer that comes with the, the Red Sea all-in-one, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. that thing's mm-hmm. called. Uh, if you allowed me to, I would put something much nicer in there. And just because it's small doesn't mean it's uncared for. Right. Like, this is one of the nicest tanks that looks uh, here, and I, I would like, you know, to put effort into mm. it. So, uh, especially, you know, when it was a younger tank and harder. Now the corals are just sucking all the nutrients up. It really doesn't matter as yeah. much now. But in the early stages, especially for less experienced reefers, uh, weren't, I mean, they had these things on auto water changes and stuff that most people wouldn't have. Yeah. So, uh, Let's get a better skimmer, uh, uh, and like so, somebody should make a high-end hang-on, and take special note of the type of tanks that are out there the that somebody's likely to put this on. Yeah. Those E-series tanks is uh, definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so uh, 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 what explore. Oh yeah, this is an idea that's oh, always yeah. been in my head, and I'm, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm gonna like, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually, I'm curious if anybody else here ever thought about this. So a lot of times what you'll find is the skimmer just kind of fills the cup up to here and the foam just kind of stays there. Mm-hmm. So what I've explored with is every once in a while I come by and I just turn the pump up a little bit. Whoop. And what happens is it just pushes all that foam out over the edge. And then push it back And I push it down and it falls back down. So what if uh, mm. our skimmers had surge effects? like? You know, every hour, it will just automatically just turn up one, one notch mm-hmm. uh, for the next five minutes, and then it'll turn back down again. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I, that one's like, I, I, don't, I, I shouldn't put that in the list of, I sh- you know what, in the list of uh, 2025, 20, uh, yeah. we should explore that and find out if mm. that's an advancement uh, worth incorporating oh, into the design. I wonder if you could get that done with uh, something like a zero to 10 volt control pump and program it in every hour go to 50% instead of 40%. And then you could do it. You could do it with zero to to 10 volt control. Yeah, so uh, these these pumps I believe are are zero Zero to to 10 volt compatible. I, yeah, Somewhere right there. Right there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I have this. I'll let you know. I'm gonna <laughs> test it at home. Uh, there you go. So uh, the uh, Apex allows you zero to ten volt uh, control these things. I'm gonna do it. Somebody I'm with gonna try the pump do it too. I'm gonna try the uh, uh, surge effect. There you I will go. share it. Follow my Facebook. That's where you find a little nerdy stuff. Yeah. Uh, Beerus TV guy. And uh, if it's not one ten percent, go twenty percent. Just play around with it. Ah. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be cool. All right. Uh, so the other part of this is 2025. Between here and there, you can absolutely expect to see more BRS TV investigates. 
like just let's just keep finding out more and more about the tools. And I know somebody out there said that uh, we made it the most complex thing, but we're just trying to evolve the knowledge. Let's, yeah. Like instead of like uh, just sharing the stuff that we all think works, regurgitate it as much as we can, yeah. you know, and mm. find out the answers to the uh, equation. Uh, and like my little bubble one thing was an analogy that was stuck in my head. But when we go and test it, we find out that's it's absolutely true. true. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. All right. So we made it. Oh, you missed. Uh, oh, we got we eight still questions. Got questions. All right. It's been two hours. We got two hours. Yeah, we got questions today. here. We're going to make it over the edge. All right. Uh, all right. What do we got? Uh, Dead Drop says, uh, I, w I was in a reef club with one of the guys who started ETS downdraft skimmers and still have one of the first models. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, so I actually bought, what I bought was a used system. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I didn't like uh, research and get ETS, uh, but I bought a used system from a local club member to be able to grow frags in it. Yeah. Uh, it was a 110 and I realized that 110 was just not the right shape or size <laughs> for that type of thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, it came with it. The only problem I had with it was just so loud. It, it worked, it mm -hmm. just was really, really loud. Uh, love my Bash, uh, Bashia Twisted Skimmer. All right. No. All right. I don't have any for, uh, experience with that one. Nope. Uh, let's see. Paul says, yep, Life Reef, MTC, I think, too. I'm not sure what that was pointed towards. Hmm. Uh, Jason Fogler says, Red Sea, Berlin. Oh, this is when you asked for skimmers that worked really well for others. For oh. others. So right. the Red Sea Berlin Venturi, right. the Red Turbo Floater 1000. Is that a thing? Oh, the Turbo Floater 1000. You don't know that thing? No, I don't know that thing. I mean, that is like, I mean. Good for you. I LBCs. think it was about like 20 years ago. I was probably hitting the edge of the, uh, <laughs> the Turbo Floater 1000. That is the skimmer. Oh, uh, wow. Then. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I also saw in there one about, uh, where is the other one? Uh, RK2. So, uh, or K2. So if you see those guys, they make commercial skimmers. You'll see big, huge, giant oh, towers. Oh, didn't we have one of them yeah. in here? Uh, yeah, they came in here and showed us uh, uh, like one that's run off of uh, like a, uh, like you had to buy your own pump and stuff yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, I uh, But it was like a, like a homemade, or not homemade, a uh, version for home. My only feedback to them is, was that you shouldn't make people buy their own pump. Mm. Uh, like I, I, because it's just a nightmare. Find a way like, to get a pump in there. Yeah, tell me what pump I need for it and package it with it. Because uh, if you don't put a pump on it, then uh, and it's I think it's kind of like a downdraft skimmer. I don't think it was a needle wheel. It's mm. a different like a cross yeah. current downdraft type of design. But it, if you just tell people to go buy a pump, everybody's performance with it will be different. Satisfaction will be really mm. low. So I think the only thing we were ever waiting for from them is to pair it with an actual pump. So mm -hmm. RK2 is uh, uh, is on there. Uh, Patrick says, almost forgot that the mesh wheel was an mm. upgrade to many needle wheels at the time. And there were, mm. yeah, different from the needle wheel. So do you remember the mesh wheel? Mm -mm. Yeah. I can picture so what So people it looks were like. taking, I can't remember, the Ekinmet or some kind of, some kind of mesh, you know, mm -hmm. and they were clipping off all of the uh, needles or most of them and it was like this kind of like a thinner Brillo pad that mm. would absolutely suck in way more air and it, especially during a time when uh, the needle wheels weren't the, as good as they could be it was a, yeah. it was a huge upgrade i totally forgot about that actually mm. uh, and so yeah that was like a diy upgrade and i think some skimmers actually took it 
uh, and then created it. The problem was that uh, the longevity of it. Yeah. They, they, they didn't last as long. They tended to jam, and uh, maybe they weren't as balanced. I don't know. Mm. But. Uh, Paul says the MagDrive pumps uh, also doubled as great heaters for your tank. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay, that was one. I, I had, did, a, I I had a, a test on that, actually. I had a Mag 12 on my tank. I couldn't be like, it was boiling the water. I did a, I, I ran it in like a, a five-gallon bucket and a line of a boiling. Okay. It was hot. hot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, well, I was even, trying to test how much water it would add, but those mag drives added a lot. Well, even these reflows and on our external, on our water change systems, if you run those all day and come back the next day, you got warm, warm water. And that tra transfers through the shaft. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. Interesting. Uh, this one, I think, is a joke, but uh, because of Tim the Toolman Taylor, but Donald oh. Christman says Binford 9000 skimmer. Yeah, we should get one of those, for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, Greg Carroll, ATI power, uh, power Cone was the best skimmer that no one knew about. Smallest bubbles in a skimmer, truly like shaving cream. This one was interesting, actually. So the ATI Power Cone, somebody here, uh, the guy that, uh, uh, like Aaron, who does the Neat Aquatics little portal holes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He went to a, a trade show uh, with me uh, to like one of the, like, uh, I don't know if it was a, it must have been a, it must have been a Macna actually at mm. the time. And in the raffle, he won this thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it had like the basket wheel on it, you know, and he was oh, like yeah. so excited about it because he's a, he's a reaper, yeah. you know. Uh, and uh, it like got stuck in like some kind of, perma upgrade that like never materialized ah. and they just kept promising that they're going to send one that was finished and then i don't ever really ever know what happened to the ati because it had this like basket wheel that was totally different it was promised to be better hmm. I, I mean i was always coming ready for the to bring this thing in that it just never really materialized I, so i, I i'm gonna have maybe i have to call greg up yeah. and ask him what his uh, experience was uh, let's see. Navy Diver Gary says, my first one was an SWC-120, but he didn't like it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Patriot 66 says, the recirculating are all external, not in the sump, right? No. Well, we talked about that talked at length today. That. Yeah. All right. So we are at, is there a good question in there? Because we're at 8 p.m. I want to point you guys at a couple of cool things. All right. Um, no, no. So skimming, so if skimming is not stinky, does it mean it's not working well? I think so. It's it should smell like what it's pulling out, which is decaying food and uh, poo. Mm -hmm. uh, you can argue that if you want, but I will tell <laughs> you that all the best skimmers I've ever run smell like that. There you go. So, uh, and the ones that I haven't run that are like smell green, like plant. I think I, all of my skimmers know. have always smelled like crap. Like, yeah. Especially you can tell when you come in here and you dump it in the utility sink and people mm -hmm. walk in like, whoa, what is yeah. that? It's my skimmer working. Good. All right, so I want to point you guys, A, we got the playlist here that will be somewhere all around the here of, about yeah. all the histories of. So if you like this one, maybe you like the one about the controllers, the calcium, uh, the live rock, and the, cal or, and uh, the uh, nutrients. nutrients. Nutrients one was good. That was a really good one. Uh, and so maybe you want to go see all of those things. Uh, you can find it here. Uh, also, uh, you know, just in case you're wondering, because after the end of the skimmers, you know, people probably wonder, like, what is, uh, what are the team here by? So mm. I, I got... Two skimmers I would strongly recommend to people. I'm gonna let you go first though. I'm putting you on the spot. Of what skimmer uh, I'd recommend? What skimmer would you recommend? You've touched them all, we've oh. talked about all oh. of them. If you had to recommend a skimmer to somebody, what would it be? Um, Reef Octopus. Any specific one? I do like the Reef Octopus Regal series. Yeah. So uh, 
the the Varios DC pump, the uh, especially the it's got it's got my heart, and it's got the highest user reviews too, which means it works. Yeah, so I, I'd say the same thing. The Regal, if you're looking for the highest value, uh, like not the you know the good being the cheapest yeah, yeah, product yeah. that works, but like I want 30% better, and yeah. I'm willing to pay for it, or 50% better, and I'm paying. Great uh, the Regal is where you get all the adjustability or a lot of it that we talked about today. Yep. The Elite, uh, like a finer finish on it. Yeah. Uh, and so I think those two skimmers uh, really are a couple of the ones out there, man. I would I would recommend to a vast, vast majority a lot of, people. of people. Of course, if you're on a super tight budget, uh, Reef Octopus really does really well in this market. And I'd probably, you know, go to the Classic Series. AC, now, AC you know, if you work. just want to know you got the best you got, I would definitely, I've been doing this a long time. I've used them all now, uh, and I'm super duper happy with uh, the Bubble King mm. stuff. If you're going to shell a few bucks, you just know that you got the best, and you'll never have to worry about the skimmer thing again, yeah. ever in your whole life. And there's actually a video you can see, uh, we'll put, put it up here maybe, uh, somewhere oh, yeah. here, yeah. Uh, where we explain the differences between all of those ones, These as well kings. as uh, one that, uh, I mean, we'll just put up some videos out here. Uh, there's one that out there about the uh, a Regal series and the Elites yeah, out there as well, so check that out. Skimmers and all of the other stuff in there. History we'll see you tomorrow, six, okay, so I'm gonna tell you what tomorrow is actually. Oh, you actually have the topic already. I do, okay. it's fish. This one, history of fish. this one's gonna change the way that you think <laughs> about fish. I, I guarantee it. It's because it changed the way. I, I had a conversation with Elliot, and I got inspiration this morning. Awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna. I just. I'm pretty excited about this one. So I haven't shaped it all up together yet, mm. but uh, we may have two hours of fish talk tomorrow for yeah. the first time. All awesome. right. So, Bubble King skimmers and the histories of right here. See you. Go check them out. See you guys tomorrow.